Hey everyone, this is Rich. Sorry to interrupt the beginning of the show, I know you want to get to it, but I've got to tell you that we've now got new t-shirts available in our store. We've got a store back again. Just go to simplysyndicated.com store and you can get the new t-shirt design that we've had done. It looks incredible, so go and check that out now. And if you're a Simply Everything subscriber, there's a special store just for you people where you can get everything even cheaper. And don't forget, if you sign up to Simply Everything now, you get a week's free trial and you can hear all the stuff we've done in the past, all the previous episodes of movies you should see, all the new episodes of Make It So and Shaken Not Stirred as well. There's lots of premium content there just for you subscribers. So go and visit simplysyndicated.com everything and you'll see a page that tells you all about it. Okay, enjoy the show. That's always anticlimactic when we think I'm going to play it and I play the wrong thing like yeah. an idiot. Yeah. It's not even me trying to be funny. I'm just incompetent. It's becoming a feature of the show. It's becoming a symptom of my brain eventually shutting down and growing old. Honestly, I'm I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm I'm just shit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Shaft, a.k.a. Super Happy Fun Time. Hello, he's AKA Richard. A.k.a. Richard Allison, Super Happy Fun Time. I'm Allison. I'm Rich. Hi. A.k.a. R to the I-C-H. R <laughs> to the I-C-H. Yes. Dave Colger, uh, TSR. Tech support rich. Yeah. Tech to the support to the rich. No, don't do that. That's too far, you see. I'm middle-aged now, I don't you know. You dip your toe in the street and you go what, too far. how the kids throw down. I don't have the 411, 511. Stop it now. Which number precedes the 11? Well, it depends which one, one you want. The appropriate one. I'm not actually making a phone call. Do you want information? I don't know. Think information's four one one. What's the point of the saying? I don't know what five one one is. That might be information too. Then do I say I've got the four one one? That's like the down law. Um. What's that? Nine one one's obviously like police and ambulance and fire and stuff. Do you remember Chegger's place pop? Some information. Yeah, yeah. Chegger's place pop pop pop. That's better. Chegger's place pop pop. Which was a bit of a lie because he did he me with play the pop? Did he put records on at least? Yeah, that's all right. Well, somebody put records on. I, I, did you ever watch it? Were you too young? I, it, I didn't like it because it was Keith Chegwin. Yeah, and it was music. All right, what? Didn't you like music as a kid? Not really. No. Well, what was the first record you bought? How old were you? The first record I bought... Yeah, with your uh, own like, pocket with money. With my own money. Yeah. Shit. I might have been about 17, 18. Shit the fucking bed, really? May, maybe a bit younger, actually. No, younger than that. See, this is what happens. Girls buy, boys don't. What what happens there? Because um, I think I was about eight when I bought my first single. And I got... Uh, my first album was... 
Duran Duran. No, I'm t- there's a whole bit of my youth missing there. When did I start buying albums? I don't, I don't know. There were, there was always music around, or something. I don't remember actually ever actively being without music. Tapes in cars, Napster. Napster was when it really all opened up. No, I liked music before then because I had Oasis albums, didn't I? So before that, around that time, probably. I don't know. Music was like boring. It wasn't something else. I didn't like to watch music. I still don't like to watch music. Yeah. It bores the arse off me. Music isn't for... I, I have trouble watching somebody play music. I used to like Top of the Pops. It was good. No, I, I hated Top of the Pops. I, I don't want to... If, you know, there's a different... I don't mind seeing the person play the thing if they're there. Mm. Like, I've enjoyed the live shows that we've been to and have, as I've said, performed many myself. So I'm di- I, I have the 411 on that. But on TV, bores the arse off me. Always has, always. I don't care to watch music on television at all. Okay. MTV might have captured me for a brief period, but let's face it, they do that with Girls in Little Pants, not with music, which is probably the point of the Girls in Little Pants. And pop-up video, of course, that was always good. Pop-up video was good. You see, and what it is, is essentially stuff that it distracts me from the music. It's like a sugar cube with polio vaccine on it. <laughs> That's what music is on television to me, a polio vaccine. So I, I don't, I don't, I didn't like it. You're just odd. Uh, I just think girls buy a lot more records than boys do. And looking back on my life, I started quite young. And I had a little turntable um, record player in my bedroom. I had one a of those Fisher-Price ones. With the plastic records, with the little tag thing, not tags, little bumps. Mm-hmm. And it would twang the thing and like, like a real record. It was a real record player, I suppose. Yeah, it was. It's just that the, the records were shit compared yeah, it, to it played like, like um, regular vinyl. It played um, McDonald and they things like that. They always played Claire de Lune. Yeah. That was, that was what they did. Um, and yeah, that was a little Fisher-Price record, tape, record player thing. I had one of those. So I learned about records. I just think it's bizarre. At Christmas, my brother was given um, an album on vinyl. And um, my little nephew turned around and went, what's that? Because... Uh, never had a Fish Price record play, you see? Never seen if it you'd before. had one of those, do kids have 3D Viewmasters anymore? Is that still a thing? 3D? I don't think so. Because they were awesome. Were they? Were they really? Did you ever have one? Yeah. For the time, they were awesome. Okay. Now they've got the My Face and the the Us Tube and all the other things on the interwebs. They don't need to. Mm. They're not impressed by Viewmasters anymore. <laughs> I used I, to. I wouldn't. I used be. to like a right good kaleidoscope, me. Oh, you're easy to please. Oh, it's and pretty patterns. Remember, What's going on with that? I can remember when, when I was about thing. ten or something like that. We got given these glasses that made everything look like a prism. You know, looking back at, I'd forgotten about kaleidoscopes. What an incredible waste of human resources they were! Just inject. What? Wait, who invented that? I don't know. What an incredible waste of time! It was nice. It did nothing. It was a total, pretty. totally functionless, clever it invention. It was pretty. That's shit. That it did pretty things. You don't. You don't build a lab and a workshop 
the pretty thing. That's it. Just seems it strikes me suddenly as quite quite pointless. I'm sure Laboratoire Garnier would argue with you. They're not. They're not like you don't learn anything. You can't. You don't like learn a skill while you're doing a kaleidoscope, do you? It's not like coloring in where you're learning to draw or learning fine motor skills. And think it's just a thing. You maybe, look at it and you maybe twist it's, it. It's ah. teaching you to appreciate beautiful things. You know what that brings? It brings out people who like fireworks. That's oh, you see, I like kaleidoscopes, but not fireworks because they don't bang and they don't burn. You see. What kaleidoscopes? Yeah, they're well, just pretty things. Shows a lack of innovation over You're there. You're allowed to have just pretty things. Kids even have kaleidoscopes anymore. I doubt. Do it. they do that? I don't know. Do they have a la carte kitchens? I don't know. I never had one of those. You were too old for one of those. Um, a You're friend, looking more uh, at my sister's age for one of those. A friend of mine had like a shop. She had a till and like on a, a trolley shop. thing or. You're she had, she had everything. She had the trolley, she had the shop, she had a little hairdressing salon type thing. No, you see, what happened was, I remember this happening in toys, that you had sets. Like, you'd have a post office set, and that you would have, like, maybe a little till thing and some fake stamps and, uh, you know, yeah. all sorts of shit gathered together. Yeah. And when I think of my post office set, when I was... Going back to like maybe as young as two, maybe, but that's that seems very young for this, so maybe like three to five. Yeah, mine was just a collection of random shit, and clearly now I think back, stuff my mum had taken from the post office, like forms and yeah. shit. Not that she was robbing the post office, no. I don't wish to imply that to our listeners. And it was in what was obviously an old margarine tub. The till was a, to- a toy till thing, but this set. Yeah. was sort of a gathered-together set of many items. And I'm guessing if you ever had a set, you probably had a similar sort of setup that it was it would be made up of gathered items no, to no, form a set. No, none of that, none of it. No? Because I, no. think, I think this, the official set came along a few years after that when somebody got the bright idea of saying, if we make a cheap moulded plastic post office setup thing, then we can sell all the crap that they'd normally put in their set and make a lot more money. Yeah. Because Caroline had, like, sets that were, like, proper sets. Yeah. I didn't have those. No, I only I had a tea set. Tea sets are completely set. different things. We got things. our tea set. That's, that's um, just a small plastic kettle and, and we four had a boot. cups. We had a boot. Like, the, you know, the old woman who lived in a shoe. You see, now you're getting confused as to what a set is. Well, that that was a thing that had like people inside it and all that kind of stuff. Like a big yellow teapot. Yeah, that's not a set. That's, then I didn't that's have a set. Like a I didn't have a set. Teapot. I didn't have a set. A set is like you, you, it's a real life thing. No, we it, had none of that. Like a post office one, or a bank one, or do you remember when there were shops that your parents would go to, and and places maybe there'd be like a a greengrocer's shop or a butcher's shop thing. Yeah. Or a set. Mm. Now I think you probably there probably wasn't a butcher's set. That's no, there was quite definitely horrific, there was a greengrocer's definitely because I think that's what my uh, friend. They're had. all concepts because they're all gathered together boxes of crap, of other toys put together, and you get that's a set. Those things go but together. Then there's like the kitchens and the ovens and things. That's like that, I you suppose know. you could have that as well. And and the hoovers yeah. to teach you how to clean. But official sets came later. 
So you might have a medical set. No. These are clearly toys designed to prepare children for future life in the universe. Like, clearly my parents had high hopes that I would raise to some sort of position in the Royal Mail. Yeah. By gathering me a post office set. And some tax disc forms. and That, that sort of thing. Paying in <laughs> slips and all yeah. that sort of thing. Which unfortunately did not encourage me to pay in much over the years. Pogs, Be- Blakey Big says, Pogs, oh my God, I was like, oh, I was, I, I was done way, with school. Way middle when school. When Pogs came when out. Pogs, yeah. Too uh, old for Pogs. I was playing with those with Dylan when he was a tiny boy. So, God, no, that's way out of my realm. We are quite old, Blakey Biz, don't forget. Yeah. So, Looking I, I probably now, had know. toys that were painted with lead. You know, I had a spinning top. You build know, one, you, of build your with, own actual one of those with the little leather sets. whips. You had a yeah. leather whip? Yeah, a whipping top. We smacked it. What, what was his name? Huh. Uh, Ed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. I distracted myself. I made myself giggle there. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yeah. Toys of our youth. It does come up every so often, doesn't it? I do like to reminisce. Yeah. I had crap toys, you see. Because living in a children's home for the first six years, you didn't really have personal toys you had to share with everybody else. It was only when we, as a family, moved out um, that we started getting personal toys. And they tend to be uh, much more like board games and things like that. We wouldn't really have toys. That's a shit personal toy. We wanted, yeah, but we wanted board games, we wanted card games, all, all sorts of stuff. Well, you were, you were obviously brought up to just be far less selfish than my sister and I were. Well, you, you kind of get that when you're living in a children's home, you know. I totally understand. It makes sense. You can't have stuff, and if you've got stuff, you look after it and you play with other people. Yeah. We, we just got our own stuff. And then she'd play with mine. I'd murder her. Mayhem would ensue. No, the only thing that we used to fall out about was whose turn it was to set the fucking thing back up again. Right. Which could be painful right. if it was, for example, Booker. We never had Bookaroo because my mum sussed that. It's a shit Smart game. Smart parents didn't buy Bookaroo. It's a shit game. Don't have Bookaroo. <coughs> Kaplunk. Kaplunk was a good one. That but takes some you're setting right. up. Smart parents didn't buy Bookaroo. They also didn't buy Hungry Hungry Hippos. Oh, that's the noisiest game and in the universe. Fucking Mousetrap. Yeah, rubbish. My cousin Julie had all three of those. We, they, we weren't having I them. don't want to say anything we, there. I don't want to pass had opinion about like, that. But, you know. We had things like Connect Four and and um, that that one where you have to turn the wheels. What's it called? That oh, it's, it's not frustration. Downfall. Downfall. Awesome game. And and we had um, the old Mastermind game. It with, drives with me nuts. With the pegs that, and you have yeah. to decode it. My granddad had that. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. Kaplunk. You said that one. Big un that. Clearly. It was a big un. Yeah. But yeah. Probably, I don't think they make Kaplunk anymore because kids stab each other with the And there's marbles the and now. stuff and yeah, people they die. They eat them and die because they're just idiots now. Yeah. Were but, you at school when they introduced those pen lids you can't choke on? Yes. Because for stupid kids who eat them. I can remember pens without the holes. That is so Definitely. like natural selection. I'm sorry. I I wish to B 
bit harsh here, but fucking pen. Don't eat your fucking pen lid. Who did that? I remember and, thinking and don't that run when they with were them like, in your mouth. "You've got these new pens, so you don't die when you eat them." I'm not, I'm not eating my fucking pen. It's not food. It's a pen. Yeah. What? What? And you'd look, and there's always one kid in your class who's writing, but his pen's halfway in his mouth. I was and a there's, terrible pen there's chewer. dribble going all the way down. Terrible it, pen chewer. Like, what the fuck are you doing, you little mental case? Do you lick the windows at home? Is that what you do? Pop-up pirate. What is pop-up pirate? Oh, you'd definitely be too old for pop-up pirate. It's a good one, though. What is it? It's in the same ilk as Buckaroo. It's the do the thing until the person makes the thing do the thing. Okay. So, like, Buckaroo was load the horse until you make the horse Buckaroo. Pop-up pirate was pirate in a barrel. And you stick mm. little swords in the barrel until you press the one that makes it jump. Oh, okay, I see. It's not too different to pulling the tooth out of the crocodile until the crocodile snaps. Okay. Or the one where you pull the bogeys out of the man's nose until his brain flies out. <laughs> I am a particular <laughs> fan fuck? of that one. It's called Gooey Louie. Gooey Louie. I have only seen it in the toy section of Argos, <laughs> which I am proud to say I actually still do look through with great interest every time there's a new Argos catalogue. Very good. Because you've got to know what the toys are up to these days. They're a bit weird. They've not really changed. It's, it's difficult really... to keep up since they told me not to go back to Toys R Us. And it's difficult because like, I love games like Brainiac and, and Pictionary, but you don't, do you? <sighs> so it's just a non-starter. And, and Scrabble, I'm glad of the internet. You see, and, and... E- each one, I can give you a specific reason, right? Scrabble, because I'm just shit at it. I can't, I can't do anything about that without actually devoting hours of my life to getting better at Scrabble, which I can't help but feel is a bit like practicing Guitar Hero. It's, I'd, there's so many better it's things to do those. with the hours of my life than getting good at Scrabble, because it, it, it doesn't make a difference. Cranium is the, the one you're thinking about, and I hate Cranium, that yeah. because, again, some of it, I just I can't fucking do it, right? I hate the ones that make you do stupid things like do impressions and things, things like that, because I hate that. And also, it has a Pictionary element, which yeah. I can't do, which also discounts Pictionary. Yeah. And you don't and like anagrams either, I do you? I can't do the anagrams either. So really, Cranium is just like two hours of me being thick. So Pictionary, Scrabble, and Cranium. You see, this is, just, this is informing those. me what's going on now. You had toys that were very personal. You play with them by yourself, largely. Absolutely, yeah. And I had board games which I played with other people, and and that's probably I'm why. I'm socialised. I can I know play you're with socialized. other children. I know you're socialised, but your game skills... <laughs> your game skills are lacking. My game skills are awesome. It just involves someone to hold the second controller. <laughs> that's the difference. My game skills are fine, thank you very much. I was back up to speed on Call of Duty the other night. I'm tempted to even play it a second time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Very good. Maybe if someone I know is online and we play together, that might help. Because I hate playing strangers. Because mm. they're all better than me. Mind mm. you, all the people I know are better than me. <laughs> Everybody's better than me. Anyway. Yeah. Got a new oven this week, didn't we? <sighs> it wasn't super happy. Did this happy. happen after last shaft? It did, didn't it? It did. It, yeah, it was. We, we talked about it maybe with um, Jason. Oh, we haven't. No. Oh, yes, we did. We didn't do a show because we did, of it. We did a do, ask, do, tell and talk briefly about it. Yeah, we did. Um, anyway, our oven cabinet, it's a built-in cabinet. The entire cabinet sort of rotted away and, and the bit that was holding the oven up 
collapsed and the oven collapsed and just a nightmare. One that we just weren't prepared for at all. It's been a long time coming, that oven collapsing, and I'm I'm glad it's finally over. Now we have a new cooker and no money whatsoever. Seriously. No money whatsoever. Seriously, life is hard. Won't be once we finish Simply Everywhere. Everything. I've even been typing that, you know? Yeah. It's not Simply Everywhere. Do you know what's fucking me up? Fucking Kevin Bacon. It's everything everywhere. Oh, I've yeah. got the two words and the second one being everywhere jammed in my head from his bloody adverts. Bloody and Kevin Bacon. It's simply everything. I, and his references to British culture that he patently he doesn't, doesn't understand. He doesn't understand. He doesn't know. Yeah. Good for him, though. Why would you anyway. want to know what Jedward is? Yeah. I've been so baking, though. It's been awesome. It's been like a cake factory in there. We've been We've been eating really bad food because we just couldn't cook. And and we've been eating good food and have baked and life is a little bit back to normal. A little bit, anyway. Life is better than normal and because really now we have four hobs and a grill. And yeah. And an oven that's flat. And it doesn't make the noise like the it doesn't jet make engine the noise, taking off. No. And it cooks at the right temperature and doesn't burn things. So we have cake. What what more do you want out of life? Uh-huh. Bake cakes. I know. But it's and cheese scones. I made che- and I said I said scones <gasps> just for you. I've broken Alison in a better way. Of course, everybody. I've improved I meant, her. I meant I've made cheese scones, and they're belters, aren't they? Massive. I'm more a fan of the cheese scones, Beauty. but as scones go, they're all right. You're hitting me with your eyes. <laughs> You are. I could feel myself falling over backwards there for no reason. It was that look he gave me. The scones. You heathen. I made you cake. You've got to be nice to me for a while now. When when am I not nice to you? I'm just saying that this is my free pass for a wee while. I'm always nice to you. I'm so nice to you. Being nice to Alison is on my CV. Is it? It is. As hobbies. Oh, I hope my CV gets me something soon. There's a job, and I'm really interested, and I hope it's. I know it's real, and um, and if I'm just as good as I am, and I know I am, then I can get this. So, the clouds might part in a bit. I've got to stay positive. The clouds will part for us when I manage to launch simply everything. I said it right that time. Yeah. I just wanted the, the practice. It's coming along though. It's all I can think about. I know, it really you've is. Been I'd be doing so it now hard. if it wasn't for this show. You've been working so hard on it. It's coming along. There's so much recorded stuff I haven't edited and released. I know. Shows of every kind. I know. Because I'm, I'm, I feel good though. I'm, I'm coding a little bit, and some of it even makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Follow me on Google Plus. Actually, I've been writing about the whole thing not very well, but you know. Uh, Questions are being asked in the chat room. Okay. What what are they? Is games you should play coming back? I have no idea. Uh, World 1 Stage 1 coming back. I have no idea. There you go, guys. There's your who, who asked those questions? That was... That was, that, uh, that was Blakey and Teeley both wanting to know. Right. Games you should play... I, I don't know. I've not really thought about it. I have to... I, Try and find all the old ones to put on simply everything. 
and that sort of thing. I don't know. I'm not opposed to it. I just haven't taken it. I'm working on getting Make It So back and Movies You Should See back and making two new shows. So, and that's while doing all the other shows and coding a WordPress plugin, which is driving me nuts. It yeah. would be done if I was cleverer, but I'm not. You're doing great. So, I don't know. I'm very middling. You're doing I, I, great. I, oh, it's, it's weird because sometimes you get a complicated concept and you miss the most basic thing. And it's like you write in a sentence and you've forgotten how to spell the. Like I say, you, I you keep know. bringing it back to learning a foreign language because that's essentially what you're doing here. You're learning different syntax and different ways of expressing yourself. And it it doesn't matter what you're learning. You will get the odd word wrong and it will be stupid prepositions. Yeah, that's what it is, stupid prepositions. It will be. It's the, They're the silly little things. I'll get there. It's coming along anyway. It's happening. And then I have to work on the content. Oh, yeah, crimes against food would be nice. Look, again, the, there are some I things... I want that show to come back because I'd like to be on it. See, maybe you should do one and scare the shit out of Gloria. Because I'm not to do that anymore. What do you mean? Well, it's, I can't make a do one. Well, I know you can't. I, I don't know how to make a do one. I, I don't know. Maybe we should let her get the WI involved. Maybe she'd like that. Maybe so. She's always baking, you know. I know she is. Or cooking something. I know. She's a goddess. One of her main items of clothing is an apron. She's a goddess. Mind you, you've been wearing one all day. I have been wearing one all day. One of my six aprons. You from your from your apron collection? Yeah. People from around the world, I would greatly appreciate you sending us some aprons from where you are. <laughs> you know, maybe there, there's, like, you have a local tourist information place that sells, like, souvenirs of your town or something. And there's an apron. Then that would please, be really you know, cool. Send us an apron for us. Because I've got a red one and a denim one and then a brown one that says crazy mother. You can't differentiate based on colour or anything. No, Just you want aprons for your There's apron one that collection. says crazy mother cocker. I like that one. And, and then I got one at Alcatraz. And then you got me one for Christmas, which is a MasterChef one, which makes me feel like the bomb when I'm wearing it. You didn't get it at Christmas because like it I got forgotten. It. But, you know. I feel like I earned it, though. And I didn't. You d- not I got all. it given. No. But it feels like I earned well, it. Well, they sell them so. on Amazon for fifteen ninety nine. Well, so I don't know what all still, those people get upset about on telly. It's more than an apron, that apron. It bestows powers upon me. They cry so much. They cry so much. And then it's like you I can't have an apron. I right, fine, I'll get one off apron. Amazon. I don't have a pink apron. You don't. You should have a, a, an apron from everywhere. As I look at them from here, it's really quite a masculine collection, really. There's not anything really girly in there, is there? Well, no. They're, they're There's quite, nothing girly about cooking, though. They're quite business-like, There's nothing see? girly about cooking. <laughs> they're quite business-like aprons. all the crying. All this, every time you put one of those shows on, if it's a reality TV one, like about people cooking, yeah. one of them will cry. Oh, yeah, definitely. And you just think, right, I just remember particular moments from human history and, and things like that. And, and people in competition, like, preparing for all sorts of things. I, like, I remember 2012, 
and like the the men's hundred meters when all those guys were lined up on the starting block all very serious all very determined to win that race even though let's be honest none of them had a fucking prayer Mm. might have might as well have been me versus usain bolt yeah but that's what they're all there to do and no none of them cried and then other things like the the last race of the grand prix season when it, it could have been vettel or alonso and all the stress beforehand and all of that after and even when he won Vettel, who always cries, he's about crying. He didn't even cry then. Hmm. And then if you get a chef and go, and Michelle Ruggini is going to judge it, then they just cry. Yeah. Just, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I totally understand Are you it. fucking kidding do you know me? What it, do you know what it is about food and why chefs do it, really? You know. Why, do you know what, what drives them? Beyond I would imagine, the love of food I, I would imagine. For some of them, it's something similar that drives Usain Bolt not to cry and, and Fernando Alonso not to cry. Sir Ranulph Fiennes, who was recently mm. pulled back from the North Pole for extreme frostbite on his frostbite, didn't cry, nearly died at the fucking North right, Pole, they're not didn't doing it cry. For, they're not doing it for validation, those guys. They're doing it to get... I, I think I know. I'm very sorry. I think if you compete in the men's hundred meters at the Olympic Games, you are <laughs> you are doing it for some sort of personal validation. Okay. I, I there's just no. Or it if goes you, beyond it. If with you're the a food. Formula One dr- Grand Prix driver, do you think? <laughs> do you honestly think? You okay there? Yeah. <laughs> Have you got a drink? Yeah. Can you reach it? Are you all right? Looks throaty. Is that a throaty one? Everybody's been saying I've got a throaty thing. I'm sick of it. It won't go away. You should go to the doctor. (coughs) Oh, damn me. Maybe you need some antibiotics. Yeah, I think so. Anyway. (coughs) Where were we? Um... I, I, we, you oh, were yeah, saying that food. cooking's more, in, in, <coughs> encourages more passion than being a professional sportsman or an explorer of far gone places. Well, food's about a gift. Running's nothing to do with giving someone a gift. Food is completely a gift to the people that you give it to. Right. And, um, if that gift is fantastic and everybody loves it, then they'll validate you by telling you how beautiful it was and how, perfect you'd done this that and the other and it just swells you back because that's why you gave it um the the motivation for doing a hundred meters as fast as possible is slightly different it's not giving something to someone no it's there's no arguing that so that's where it comes from if you give something and it's universally seen as not good that you failed in in some way to to please people, then yeah, people get devastated that they've made people unhappy. Maybe that's why the Pope resigned. <laughs> Marius has joined the room. I see. Not that one, Teely. Not that one. I I see an apron like that, and and it puts a fear in me. And the fear is that the the penis will somehow drape in my ganache. What? Sorry. What? What? Sorry. There's a there's a link. I did no such thing in your ganache. There. What? What's this? 
naked apron. <laughs> has it got a dangly knob on it? It has got a dangly knob on it. It, it would go in my ganache, I'm telling you. You can't have that apron. That's disgraceful. Although it never occurred to me. Let, let's type apron into Amazon. A-P-R-O-N. Oh, there's lots of aprons here for you, Alison. Is there? Although that's arguably not collecting. It's just buying lots of stuff. Which there's a fine line between the two things, mm. really. I mean, are we collecting milk? Are we, no, we just buy some every time we, we just run buy out. some. Not collecting it. Uh, there's one that says danger man cooking. No, I don't want that one, you see. It would have to say danger man heating up frozen things. <laughs> Here. Quite possibly danger. Oh, there's, there's one like a James Bond one and it says license to grill. No, again, that's a man's one. You'd have to grill as well. There's lots of naked men ones. I, I don't know what that's about. There's one that's like a dress. That's quite girly. Uh, oven gloves that say don't mess with the chef. Because she'll fucking cut you. <laughs> uh, this one that looks... <laughs> there's lots that look like a dress. Honestly, there's I just lots of men. from NASA. Remember? You have, yes. Awesome. Mary sent us Thank those. you so much for those, Rick. There's a variation on license to grill. Clearly someone came up with that and ran with it. Pac-Man oven gloves. There's all sorts you could go with there. The Superman one. There's a Superman one. Or just super. I mean, there's a Darth Vader apron, Alison. Is there That's really? amazing. Oh, I like those Ulster Weaver's new Doris Vintage Rose apron. That, that's pretty. Oh, you should have the Darth Vader 1950s kind of style. That's pretty. There's one that looks like a man having sex with a sheep. Yeah. Because sometimes bestiality is funny. Really? Apparently so. It was the day in the office that they came up with the idea of let's do an apron that looks like a man fucking a sheep. Does that actually take place? Do they do that? I don't think so. Do they do it in Wales? I don't think so. Oh, there's one. Pretty woman, keep me in suspenders apron. Nice. Because these stories don't come from nowhere, do they? Well, I don't think so. See, I mean, they, they're probably doing it less now. But it, it doesn't mean it, that they never did. I think it's did. mythological now, Richard. Well, yeah. No, you can't become mythological. Just because they've stopped pretty. doing it. That's really nice as well. There's some really nice ones. I like all these retro ones that make you look like you've gone back to the 1950s. should get one that says hot stuff. Cesabel panelled apron. That is so pretty. Oh, this is great. It's now giving me weird uh, suggestions in my shopping list on Amazon. And one of them is a car sticker that says, I'm speeding because I need a poo. <laughs> and a box of penis-shaped soap. I don't know what it thinks I would do with that. Presumably just wash myself. Yeah. In rather intimate places. Would you want soap all the way up there? I wouldn't have thought so. I, I wouldn't go for that. It'd make you poo. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Songbird Betty, that's nice as well, you see. Oh, the Crusade have got nice aprons, Richard, look. Oh, put them on your wish list. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. It's nice things. Anyway, 
Anyway. I keep getting logged out of this chat room, you know. It's because you're on the iPad. Yeah, I know. It doesn't, it doesn't like the iPad so much. It doesn't, does it? We're talking about there needs to be a significant overhaul to the Simply Syndicated iOS update. Yeah. There probably won't be an Android one ever because I, I don't have that anymore and don't care anymore. So that's that's pretty much it. I think you've got to get me back onto Android. Yeah. I don't feel bad, you know. I don't, I love it still. I know you do. I, I keep touching do. it and stroking it. And you can it, work the telly off it and everything. Polishing it. It's yeah. awesome. Sorry, Android. <laughs> don't know what to tell you, but it, it wasn't me. It was you. Yeah, it was. Is all I can think. How are people in the chat room? Has anyone else turned up at all yet? Let this has see. been like a really low... That's a very silly apron. Are you still looking at aprons? I'm We're just doing a podcast. I'm just seeing the sheep shagger one now. You I've only seen there. it now. Why would anyone get now. that? I don't know. Uh, as a laugh for their Welsh mate or something. Do, do, is Honestly, they must have done it sometime. They'll, they'll only exist in Wales then. What will? Those aprons. Sheep shaggers. No, the aprons. Okay, I, I'm not implying that that is something Welsh people like to do. I'm genuinely asking the question because these urban myths, whatever, come from somewhere, that's all I'm saying. Was it just one crazy Welsh guy, Crazy Gareth? Crazy Gareth. Who was spotted uh, fucking a sheep? Snups.com. I suppose it stands to reason that it has happened at some point, given the ratio of mental people to sheep in the Wales area. So you know, I'm not. I'm not suggesting that it's a. Sorry, a no matches were found containing sheep shagging. Mm, that's a shame. Well, it's a calling topic for tonight. Are you Welsh? <laughs> and have you ever had sex with a barnyard animal? Um, most of my family are Welsh, Richard. So I'm not gonna. Well, can you get us anyone uh, on the phone to ask that not question really, to? No. No. Because it didn't, I didn't see it while we were in Wales. And I, I was never flirted with by a sheep. No. So. I don't think it's true, you know. But if it were, I've heard that trick about putting their back legs down the front of in, the In Wellies, yeah. 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 See, somebody has clearly given it a lot of thought. Going to the cliff edge. Yeah. This is a Billy Connolly joke. It is, really. See, I think that's what it is, generally. No, I think it's it a big Billy Connolly round. joke. It's always round. Like... Must be based in like some sort of... Space suit. Some sort of fact. Ho, ho, Are you being Billy Connolly now? No, I'm just saying words that I associate only with that man. Ho, ho, ba. Ho, ho, ba. I can't read the word and not hear it in that accent. Hohoba. I thought it was for my sandwiches. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, I, I know. Get it for your butter. Cerebi. Well, we could have watched Terrible. that. I could, I could watch another Fringe, you know. I love you. Are we allowed to watch Fringe while we do a podcast? No, I don't Probably think not. so. That's quite unprofessional. You like it now. I d you know what? You didn't I like it before, and now you do, because I was right. It's stupid. 
right? If you if you're away baking in between, and you don't see the opening credit, you don't know where you are. You do. You know that somebody suddenly explodes. That's how every episode starts. You, you don't know where you are. You don't know whether you're in this universe or that universe. And that woman's just far too close to both personalities now to figure out which one she fucking is. I've Unless not... she's in that room with a typewriter. You have trouble with this in t- on television, if, though. If you leave the room, it's tough. You you have trouble. I st- what was that film where the same role was played by two different actresses <laughs> and you didn't notice till I told you? Oh, thingamabob. That French one. It made no sense. It was probably called Quoi. There's no, some... <laughs> is there... Some, some bourgeoisie... Made by uh, Jean-Pierre. Ha, ha, ha. Shut your face, it wasn't. You're making it further away in No, that's brain. what it was, and it was subtitled. It was... Um, and it was like it was, a weird uh, Louis Boonwell film. The whole film was um, like a section of Twin Peaks. The... the but the point was, you watched oh. the whole film. Discreet charm of the bourgeoisie. The whole film without realizing that two actors. No, it wasn't were even that. Same film. It wasn't even that. What film was it? Hang on a minute. Wasn't one of them Carol Burnett? Really? Or Carol Bouquet? What's her name? She's in For Your Eyes Only. Didn't she marry Ringo Starr? No, that was the other woman from uh, The Spy Who Loved Me. That obscure that object of, of desire. That's the bugger. Who Ringo Starr? That obscure object of desire. Very odd film. I was so poorly. I think if I... It was Carol Bouquet. Yeah. And... Uh, and she's in... Angela Molina. Will you click on Carol Bouquet and tell me whether she's in For Your Eyes Only or The Spy Who Loved Me? She was spokesmodel for Chanel in the 1990s. Yeah, she's fit. But what uh, Bond film was she in? Mauvais Fille. Hang on a minute. I think it's For Your Eyes Only. I want a filmography, please. Um, do you know which, when, when about? 80s. Oh, 80s? The both Roger Moore ones. Um... Yeah. Let's see, barely. We'll just say it's for your eyes only and leave it at that. Because I think that's what it, it is. is yes. It is, yeah. She was Melina Have a Look. Have a Look. Have a Look. <laughs> oh, Melina, have a look. Yeah. With Topol. <laughs> right. And Roger Moore. And the bad guy was Christian. She was, in, she was in Glover, a film. Christine, Chris, Christine Glover. She was in a film called, in 1986 called Double Gentlemen. I've seen that. It's brilliant. Sorry, that sounds foul. It's a rip-roaring fast comedy. Is it? It is. Donc, on le gun. It also features Chevy Chase and Rick Moranis. She was in Grosse Fatigue as herself. Very tired. En plein cœur. What? En plein cœur. 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 I prefer cœur. En plein cœur. Écoutez et répétez. I was waiting for en that. I need that on a button. <laughs> she was always in 
Sex in the City. There you go. I was reading today that Sarah Jessica Parker has declared that her feet have been permanently damaged by bizarre but, fashion but shoes. Stupid shoes, yes, I know. This is why I, I kind of hate the program. It's her own it, fault. It trains idiotic women to want stupid shoes made by people like Melanolo Blanick and and Thingamy Bob with his Louboutin red soles. You can't walk in them. They are they are designed to cripple you. You will have bunions. Those there's so much wrong you, with that. Your show. knees will need replacing, your hips will need replacing. I mean just get some proper shoes and stop it, really. I know your pretty dresses don't really look good with a pair of fit flops, but seriously, you'll end up in a wheelchair just for looking pretty. And yeah, I was going to say, and who looks pretty in a wheelchair? That's very offensive. It really is. I Richard. didn't mean it to be. But I don't think it feels pretty in a wheelchair when you've used to striding around in eight-inch heels. I come from which a world no where... one can walk in properly. Yeah. God, that reminded me of those, those Jimmy Savile hospital car crash adverts. Do you think <laughs> you messed with all those girls? Which girls? What are you the, talking the about? The adverts with Jimmy Savile in that tell you about why you should wear a seatbelt and he'd go to hospital to see all the girls who used to be pretty but oh, they'd been yeah. in a car accident and he'd be like, look at this fucking mess. Look at this. No one wants to fuck her now because she Apart didn't wear a seatbelt. I'll probably have a fiddle in a bit. Yeah. But, you know, you won't want to. So you should put a seatbelt on or you're going to end up being, oh, that's horrible now. It really is. Look at it like that. It really is. If you don't wear a seatbelt, Jimmy Savile's going to fiddle with you in hospital. (sighs) Is it too soon? It's not too soon. I'm with with, uh, Doug Stanhope on that one. There's no such thing as too soon. Huh. Too soon is before it came out. <laughs> That's when too soon is. Oh, here's a blast. Hello. I expected to be able to hear you. I must admit. Kind of surprised. Hello. Oh, hello. Uh, hello. This is Blakey Biz. Hello, <laughs> Blakey. Can barely hear you, if at all. It's cut off now. Was it? Yeah. What happened there? I don't know. I'm guessing a bad connection. I had an I don't think hello, that's and that was it. Um, am I doing it right? Yeah, I'm doing it right. Do you want to try again? I don't. I'm surprised we still have as many problems with Skype. Yeah. It used to be terrible, didn't it? It, it used did. to be, when we first started doing calling shows, do you remember it would be a feature that mostly calls wouldn't work? They wouldn't work. They'd be really, really lagged, and then they'd drop. Hello? Yeah, getting nothing again. And we just, I can hear. I can hear the static, because well, it's connected the call, but there's no sound coming. Hello. Oh, are you there now? Hello? 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 Hello. Are you all right, Alex? Oh. It's we... Blakey Biz. Hello. Hello. We have a really terrible Hello. connection. Hello. How's it going? All right. How are you? Oh, balls. That's probably my bloody phone, isn't it? Hang on. Let me move over here. Is that any better? We can hear you, so it it's a massive now. improvement. 
Yeah, I moved from the kitchen to the living room. Good. Wow, it's working. So where, I've seen your picture. Mm-hmm. How long have you been cultivating this full-on beard? A month and a half now. That's pretty, pretty good work in six weeks, dude. It's looking pretty good, isn't it, at the moment? How how big shall the beast grow? Until I get annoyed with it, really, I think. Are we talking like Zach Galifianakis kind of big, bigger? I'm going, I'm going for Gandalf. Really? Really. Is, that, is yeah. that an up-to-date picture of your beard on your Twitter page? Yeah, it was yesterday, I think. It's a very impressive beard, sir. It's pretty good, isn't it? For it's six getting, weeks. It's been that's... getting some love. That... Been... It's the only manly thing I can do, you know? I can't put up a shelf, I can't put up a door, but I can grow a beard, so well, I'm pretty I, happy with it. I think, I think you're doing a marvellous job of it as well, you know? It, well, it, it seems full you. and lustrous. <laughs> yeah, it's got past the ginger stage, which is quite good, you know? Do you see, th- yeah, I've seen now... this phenomenon where you have like a few weeks and, it, and yeah. it looks like bright copper wire and then suddenly it becomes mm. brown again. It's weird because I've got really light brown hair, but yet my beard is like full of grey, ginger, brown, blonde. It's mental. It's like every, it's like Blake in his technicolor beard, you know, it's, it's yeah. just crazy. My, mine does <laughs> something rack. similar. It really does. But Craig's is just ginger. I had to shampoo and condition it today, though, which was Do you do a that to weird. a beard? Do you, I've never... do you condition your beard? Is that is this the done thing? Oh, yeah, keep it soft, keep it, you know, supple for the ladies, you know. Got to be, you got, got to think ahead. That's quite nice, actually, yeah. yeah. I thought of it like that. The lady kisses you, just got to be, it's got to be soft to the touch. Oh, yeah, get your pantyhose. Stabbing them in the mouth, you know. That's just awkward. Exactly. <laughs> it's like a gob full of nails. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> you do get to a point though when you're first growing the beard where it is that point where just like it's razor wire on your face and you're just like I just want to cut it off you've got to get through that barrier though haven't you yeah I'm thinking I'm like if I do get rid of it it's going to go down to the handlebar moustache just for a while <laughs> that might be fun that's yeah. a good one to try yeah. My, the I, do look, I do look like a 70s porn star to be honest I've got that sort of face yeah I'd say work it. Hello. I say work it. Hello. Hello. Oh, I can't oh, hear us now. You. Can you hear Alison? Gotcha. Gotcha. Sorry, I moved again. All right, don't move. <laughs> it's in the stage. I'm standing still. <laughs> you are. are you using Skype on a phone? I am, yeah, <laughs> on the iPhone. It's very good quality, though. It's it sounded pretty good on my end. It's just, I can't move. Don't move. <laughs> Have you had snow up there? Uh, today we did have snow, uh, but it was it was pathetic snow. Well, we had about three inches down here. It was a good covering. That's, it's March. I know this is very weird, isn't it? It's uh, Thursday here and up in Norwich, where where I am. It was a summer's day on Thursday. It was beautiful, about four degrees. It was really warm. We're loving it. <laughs> And now we've got snow, so... We, we've don't... actually had hotter than that. It's been like 10 to 12. Yeah, yeah. easy. Well, and today... get you up there. Good Lord. Yeah. I know, right? it's been, it, it was like San Francisco here the other day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And <laughs> then hell. fucking snow today. <laughs> yeah. It's been horrible. 
I thought yeah, this, this fire would well, last yeah. us for ages and I didn't yeah. do a fire today because I was scared of burning it all. Mm. But then we do live in England where it's just like, like summer's day. Next day, winter blizzards. Next day, floods. Ah, It's oh, getting worse, yeah. though. It's proper end of the world shit. Let me have a look <sighs> what it's doing. I shouldn't do this, should I? Let me have a look what it's doing in Las Vegas. Six. Oh, cheers. Cheers for that, Alison. Well done. Yeah. Oh, it's it's somewhere far away that we can't all afford to go to. It's, it's gonna, nicer. It's going to be 25 degrees there on Wednesday. Fuck have, them. Um, have either of you two seen the teaser trailer for The Hangover Part 3? Um, yeah. Didn't you put that on the other I night, put it Richard? On yesterday, in fact. We it, saw looks, it. it looks weird. I don't understand what's going on, really. A beautiful 18 degrees in Alameda. <sighs> ignore, ignore, move on. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to hear about the sunshine shit. We don't get it here in England, so right. shut up. <laughs> oh, it's just because I'm missing it again already. How was the uh, How was the trip? I've heard the remastered. It was, was It was mad. By the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you yeah, I listened yeah. back to that, and and at the end of it, I, all I could think of was, oh, we didn't say this, and we yeah. didn't say that, and we didn't talk about this. Because how much cheesecake did you eat? Not enough. None. No. I didn't eat any. Oh yeah, maybe some uh, cheesecake lollipops yeah. things at Caesar's Palace. What? That's yeah. Oh, they that, were that's so a good. Thing. A cheesecake lollipop. I was amazed. Yeah, at Caesar's See, Palace, they have like a, a full uh, kitchen that's just desserts, right. and on one side of it, it's all these <sighs> lollipops made out of the little desserts, just on sticks, and you can get a few of those. No. <sighs> That's not fair. That no. is not fair. Oh, yeah, it was not. Why don't we have these things in England? We have little chefs. We've got a McDonald's opening <laughs> near us. That's, 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 that's it. We've got nothing else. We've really got nothing like that here I at the time. I would love to finish a night out in town and go to a cheesecake bar and just eat cheesecake for the <laughs> rest of the morning. That would be awesome. awesome. But no. Yeah, no, no. But no, we live in England where we've just got kebabs Wait, and that's about it. I think you would love Vegas. On well, I've never so been many levels. The UK myself, really. Yeah. To be fair, really. Never. But, uh, well, not really. I, w- I went to LA once, but that was about for two days. Yeah. So, not really not a enough holiday. time to see stuff. Yeah. Yeah, not a proper holiday. Yeah. I hear about people, th- you know, talking about it, and I was like, if I had the money, I would visit everyone that I know in America. Just go, go there, and just do it, and just be like, see everyone, you know. It's so massive. And just be like, what's up? Exactly. <laughs> Gosh. It's so on the list. It's got to be done one day. Yeah. I might it's, have it's... to sell everything I own. Of course we're going to see yeah. Marius one day. He's near Disney. We've got to, really. <laughs> it's just really annoying when you go somewhere as cool as Vegas and you want to go there next time as well. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, but I need to go somewhere else. Yeah, so I've been to Blackpool. So, yeah. you know, Vegas like That's that quite, It's quite That's like it, Blackpool. <laughs> It's Vegas. <laughs> if you, in fact, I would say if you've been to Blackpool, Vegas is just a bit samey. Yeah, really, it, it would probably be a letdown. <laughs> so it is true that you get accosted on every street corner by prostitutes, yeah? No, oh, no, no, not by the prostitutes, huh? by card, by guys uh, handing out cards. Yeah. I only remember knowingly seeing but one prostitute. One prostitute, and that right. was. That was on the the second night, wasn't it, when we were heading home? I think it was the first night. No, it was when we were coming back from the Rio in that cab. We got a cab back from the Rio when we stopped at Walgreens and we saw her there. 
it's still awkward though, isn't it? You know, it's sad. It's sex. really sad. Uh, it wasn't really. too awkward for us because she was shouting at some guy across the street. Oh, that's fine. So There's it a... was awkward for him. <laughs> there are a lot of harmless Spritz and a lot Taurus of... pointing and laughing at him. Of course, it was awkward. <laughs> yeah. a... You got done by a hoe. Wee. <laughs> It, you know, it's, as it's not it's not nice to see it. It's uh it's one thing knowing that cards are being handed out. Mm. Um but then it gets much more visible after midnight. This might sound stupid, but it is a different world, if that makes sense. It's you it's know, different it's to it's any totally... world I've ever been in. It's, really. Yeah. It's, it's not representative not... of modern day America. It's like being on a different planet. Yeah. It really is. It's not right. Would you would you live there though? Fuck that, no, God, no, no, I don't no. know how people do it. I think it would break most people living there. I think we could like do it if we were if we were doing Shaft live at the Flamingo five nights a week. We could do that. That'd be cool. The That'd Flamingo. Awesome. I'd just pick at, one out of my down, ass. down at Jimmy Buffet's Margaritaville. If they, <laughs> mind you, if they put us on at the Flamingo, they're gonna have to kick off Donny and Marie. <laughs> Oh, I'm, not, I'm not putting us on there? that level. That's where they were. Oh, right. Because okay. we saw the posters and like, I'm not fucking going there. <laughs> Don't care if you've got it. the return of fucking Jesus Christ. I'm not going to see a show at the fucking <laughs> yeah. Flamingo. Come and see Jesus Christ or see Shaft. I know which one I'll pick. Yeah, you go and you see know? Shaft every time. Exactly. Oh, of course, of course, exactly. of course. We're far less preachy. Well, to be fair, you know, Rich, you are sort of a Jesus figure, you know. So, <laughs> you know, it's fine. Yeah. You know, one Jesus is better than the other, whatever, you know. We, we're both <laughs> as good, it's we come with a different set of problems. Buy yeah. Max and, you know, have a rant about podcasting. Uh, it's the same thing, really, isn't it? It I is, mean, indeed. Maybe, maybe wish you had some of his carpentry skills. That, <laughs> that would be quite useful. That'd be good. <laughs> maybe, like, spreading out a bit of food, you know, when we need to go shopping and we haven't really got enough money. And... I haven't got any money. Don't yeah. worry, I've got one fish. Just, just wave, wave your hand over the box of crackers and see what happens, you know. If you were, if Jesus. You pull out a lamb stew. <laughs> If you were Jesus and had one miracle to do, what would it be? Oh, gosh. Just one. You've only got one. You've got one chance. That's it. Um, Kelly Brook. Equalise the world. He's <laughs> so bad. There's me going for the truly altruistic equalise the wealth. And you're going Kelly Brook. To be fair, Alison, that is a fair point that you make, but... I am going to side on Rich on this one. Well, obviously, you know, I, I would too if I wasn't such a good person. Chits over world peace. <laughs> I know which one I'm picking. You know what I mean? Exactly. you got to think about these things. Yeah. Don't rush into it with your world peace. Yeah, it's like, do I want have, world have you ever seen the wealth? You're obviously predicting you, that that would lead to world peace. Have you ever seen that episode of The Simpsons where Lisa wishes for world peace and it yes. happens and then aliens invade because there are no weapons left on yeah. Earth? I'm not They're asking for peace. I'm asking right? for equalised wealth. World peace brings about alien invasion. This is a recognised path of civilization. So mm-hmm. you, you can't have world peace until you're ready to fight aliens. And I haven't seen any Avengers around recently. So... Well, we've got Will Smith. We've got Will Smith. Independence Day, that's taught us everything. We you have know, still got Will Smith, but he's punch, knocking on. You know. Is he Scientologist? No, he's not. He just knows a lot. He just hangs around with him. That's what he says. Well, yeah. Me thinks the lady doth protest too weird, much. It's a bit weird. I think it's a bit weird, you know. It's not the kind of friendship group that you'd ordinarily seek out, is it, really? Yeah. 
He's a bit odd, but if I met him, I would still crumble like a humble human <laughs> yeah, being. Yeah, I would speak, as well. Me. It's like, Fresh Prince, we bow to you. Yeah, would you start trying to rap and shit? Well, I was at a party tonight and they busted out the Fresh Prince Ballet. I knew they? all the words, yeah, of course. You know, it was, it's, you know, a party trick of mine. Is it, a, is it a party start of that track? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Could. Definitely. So last week in America, this kid was on his cell phone at school and his friend that he was talking to asked him how he yeah. was. And uh, he... Yeah, sorry, mate. Are you... Are you... Hello? Hello? Hello. Hello. Uh, so this kid, when he was telling his friend how he was, he repeated the first line, uh, or one of the lines, it's not the first line, of the Fresh Prince of Air, Bel Air, sound, uh, opening theme tune. A teacher mm-hmm. overheard him and th- decided it was actually code for I've got a bomb and I'm going to kill everyone. Oh. And so the sh- the school was shut down immediately and, and the police called. And so in, in West Philadelphia, born and raised. No, I think it was the <laughs> chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool. Two seconds, mate. Thing. I'm just talking to someone. Bear with me a second. Ooh, Are you ever. locked in the toilet? I am locked in the toilet. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go. Nice it was good brother. hearing from you. Don't don't be a stranger. I said, nice one, brother. Nice one, brother. <laughs> Sorry, this is Love what you have mind. to do with people when they're on the toilet talking to you. Nice one, brother. I love that film so much. <laughs> Me too. Bye. I love you, bye. <laughs> love you too, bye. Bye, 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 bye. Take care, Alex. Bye. Bye. Well, there you go. That was Blakey Beards calling Shaft again. Nice one, brother. Balance is restored in the universe to some degree. Yes. Much, yes. much as it ever was. Well, I'm waiting for one other person who I think is going to call in. We've already mentioned him. Yeah. There he is. Is he there? There he is. Hello. Admiral on deck. Hello. 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 Can you Can hear you? us okay? Yes. Maybe it's us awesome. that's the problem, Alison. Salute. No, I, I had my volume way down. Sorry. All right, okay. Shh, don't wait the How are you doing? I am well, but tired. <laughs> I, just, I just got back from a trip to Kentucky for three days. Oh, cool. Is Kentucky um, far? It's a two-hour flight from here. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah it's far. It's far. Um, it's officially far. That is far. Um, and I would just like to say uh, up front, I am not in the bathroom. Uh, so that's good. That's, good. that's nice to know. Although if the baby wakes up, I may have to run away. But, uh, <laughs> okay. okay. Can I blow your mind for a second yeah, and then do. I'll stop talking about the baby? Do it. She's, she's 18 months old now. Fucking hell. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's she just the... turned 18 months on February 27th. No, she didn't. She'll be driving soon. And it will just like, <laughs> no, she's not. God, she hasn't been to school yet. Oh, that's crazy, Rick. And she's talking. And... She she probably chatting away now. Oh yeah, well she she's she oh she babbles like crazy, but now she's actually she she says like real words. It you know it's so weird when you see parents your kid will come up and go blah 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 and they go yeah and like they understood it and you're like that kid did not just say a fucking thing. Yeah, I get it now. Yeah, it's like you you learn with because like a, a great example the word key yeah. to her. Is either cookie, mm. kitty, cookie monster, <laughs> um, or any animal that's not a cat or a dog. Yeah. Um, depending on the context, key can mean any one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> the joy is translating it all, isn't it? 
Of course, now it, now she, she's come up with some ones that we haven't been able to figure out yet. And she'll just be like, she'll point at something and go, go. And like, what? Go. And she looks at you like, you fucking idiot. Go. And I'm like, I don't know what that one means, honey. I, you know. Anyway. She, we have she's the in, same with Barkley, you know. He'll just stare at you. And, and you can see him going, yeah, you fucking stupid. Come on. <laughs> and, and pointing with his face. Look, will you see that thing? He did that to me today with um, some cream that I've been rubbing into his elbows and he stared at me and the cream until I got it. <laughs> but you could see it like frustration, like, you idiot, no. <laughs> Learn my language. <laughs> but I'm, just so gra- I'm just so grateful that he can even have a go, you know, and, and use his own form of language without actually having the words. But the words would blow my mind. Oh, that, I, can't, yeah. I can't imagine what it's like to have your child begin to speak to you. Oh, it's 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 awesome. It, it's yeah, it's just totally cool. This <laughs> this gig it just gets better and better. I bet. <laughs> Although <laughs> you'll start bitching about nine, well, I reckon, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I at this point it's getting better. And better. Yeah. Well, Although let's, let's talk again in a year, all, maybe. Although, <laughs> Although I, two I and a half. This... I don't want to bring you crashing down. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But do you have, and and maybe if you didn't, you will after I've asked the question, so I'm sorry. Okay. Because it's one of those things. When you hear about other, like, throughout throughout history, the special people that there have been, the the one in a million kind of human beings, your Mozarts, your Einsteins, your Stephen Hawks, those Mm -hmm. sorts of levels. Mm. And you know about what age at which they achieved certain things. And so as your child gets older, you just pass by these dates of, well, not written an opera yet then. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) And she's five, you know, barely any grasp on physics whatsoever. That's (laughs) rubbish. And then just every year, it's, well, so-and-so had done that by this age, clearly just, and then it's just a progression into normalcy. (laughs) Well, so far she has, all of her milestones have been on the early end of normal, so I still have hope. That's good. You know, there, there may be a concerto in there yet. This is good. I held out hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but just, the reason I'm... Hmm? Go on, I was just going to uh, babble on stupidly again. <laughs> just, if you've got something with, to actually say, with please, By language, all means, Gilson say it. Sharon. Yes, she's she's like that's the one you can cut off straight away. Why she's like twenty five, and you're like, well, she was talking long before Rich. <laughs> well, the reason I bring up the Kentucky trip, other than the fact that I just got off the plane at uh, two o'clock or three o'clock this afternoon, um, is that there was a mini Simpson meetup at this event. At this, oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, this was this was a groovy week for me because um, the it was the the South Southeastern Theater Conference, okay. which is which is it's mostly uh, aimed at high school seniors and college seniors uh, or university seniors uh, mm. for for y'all over there, mm. um, who are either looking for a university or looking for a job. But there's also uh, and it's all the the southeastern states uh, are represented and it bounces all over the 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 country and this year it happened to be in Louisville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And normally I don't go to it, but our design teacher who usually goes has come down with a case of pregnancy. Oh, and, damn me. <laughs> Letting um, them eggs you, loose. 
Indeed, indeed. And you, because usually I go to the United States Institute of Theater Technology Conference, which is next week, mm. uh, which is all about tech. Mm. So, and there's no acting there whatsoever. Whereas SETC, it's more about acting, but there's a little bit of tech stuff involved. Yeah. And uh, so. This one but sounds fun then, yeah? It is. And I haven't been to an SETC in about 10 years, ever since I no longer was looking for work. And so I thought, you know what, this year I'll I'll go to SETC and, and just sort of hang out. And and it it's it's usually it was in a a big hotel, which meant you could not get an elevator to save your life. Yeah. And the wife the Wi-Fi made me long for the days of dial up because <laughs> yeah. once once you had two thousand teenagers all there on their iPads and, and sure, stuff. Oh gosh, not a, a single ounce of bandwidth left. Oh no, it would take twenty minutes just to just to open your email, let alone send one. Diabolical. Uh, yeah, it was driving me nuts. Um, although I would get up at six o'clock in the morning when they're all still unconscious, and then I could actually get shit done. Uh-huh. <laughs> but. Uh, it was great because I got to – it was a reunion. The The woman who was, who was the uh, artistic director of the theater that I worked at in Louisiana was there and I haven't seen her in about seven years. Mm. And she was there with her adorable five-year-old daughter and we got to catch up and that was great. And then uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine who you, – you know how like you'll have like maybe two or three big – relationships in your life Uh well she she was one of them you know we were together for several years broke up kind of badly and then then like two decades went by and she found me on facebook uh like last year and Mm. we caught up and cleared the air and stuff and so we got together with her she she lives just north of louisville Mm. so we got together and i got to meet her, her her husband and it was just really really cool um so it was like reunion time and then last night, well, after I got there, I, I was doing the kind of the Will Wheaton thing, Louisville, I'm in you, <laughs> uh, online. And I get a tweet from Gogs of oh, Little yeah. Pot of Horror. He's like, I work in Louisville. Oh, awesome. Now, I thought he lived in Indiana, or in Iowa, rather. Yeah. I, but he's in Indiana. And I didn't realize Louisville is like right on the border of Kentucky and Indiana. Oh, right. So last night, we went to dinner. Oh, that's cool. Super. Yeah. Nancy Daniels is in Kentucky as well. I mean, God, the world is small, I think dude. Ke- I think Kentucky's massive, isn't it? It's a big state, yeah. Um, it's, it's one of the big... It's, it's an old one, because they say it in Last of the Mohicans. Is it a polygon? No. Uh, no, it's... It's, uh, it's kind of... Um, I don't know how you'd describe the shape of it. It's, it had Mohicans uh, and Daniel Day-Lewis and everything. It's, it's one of the old ones. <laughs> and wasn't Daniel Boone from there, too? And, uh, no, I don't want to curse. We, we, we fought French people for it and then got bored. Ah, okay. Well, Louisville is right on the Ohio River, if that helps. It, it didn't help me at all. <laughs> no, me neither. No. Me neither. Um, oh, it's quite a squiggly. Told yeah. You. Yeah, it's yeah, quite a squiggly one. Yeah, try to describe that that shape, and I just I you know maybe if you if you dropped a, a blob of dough on the counter and then took a cross section of it, um, it looks like poo. <laughs> it does. It doesn't look like a poo. It does it looks like a town on a hillside? There you go. Oh, it's much higher up than I thought it was. Middle right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's way. In fact, I got there and it was. 30 it, it had been snowing right up until just before uh, the morning I got there um, and then I got off the plane and it was like 34 I don't know what that is in 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 
Celsius. Um, but well, 32 is free is zero to y'all. So I guess 34 would probably be like minus two or something like that. Yeah. Somewhere around there, but it was fucking cold. And then of course this afternoon it went up to 60. It was freezing all week. And then as soon as I leave, it, it warms up up there. <laughs> so slow. But it was okay. I, I kind of enjoyed the cold. I went out and walked around in it because I mean, you know, we complain about it getting chilly down here, mm. but, but. The truth is, except for on very rare occasions, three years ago, we had freezing weather for a long enough time that it did some real damage down here. But it never gets, I mean, you know, cold is just, oh, dear, I, I'm not going to take my socks off tonight. Oh, dear me, uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I may whine a bit, but I, I know what real cold is when I'm in it. And, and so it was kind of, it was kind of like visiting the, the inclement weather. But Gordon is a really nice guy. Mm. He's, he's just really cool. Um, boy, he, the, 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 the things he does, he, you know, he's got three stepkids and he just is so devoted to them. It's so wonderful to see. Cool. Super and, nice. uh, yeah. And, and we had, we had a great time. We went to, we went to a Mexican restaurant and, and, uh, uh, had I had probably more beer than I should have. Marvelous. <laughs> That's what meetups are all about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We all think, oh yeah, well I'll just be I'll be quite temperate tonight. Actually, I'll have a few <laughs> looseners and then I'll take it easy. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Because these people end up being cooler than you thought they were going to be, and so you end up having more beers than you thought you were going to. Well, and I and I always have that that. That uh, social anxiety of okay, we're gonna be we're gonna talk for like five minutes and then just sit there and stare at each other. So I'm yeah. gonna drink a lot, so I'll talk. <laughs> and, uh, it, it was uh, it was really nice to see uh, Mark and David in San Francisco because that that was so much better because that was meeting friends. We'd met Mark before mm-hmm. when he'd come over to the UK, so there was less of that. I mean, we'd never met David before. But there was less of that, because it's once it's been done once, it's just done then. Yeah. And I can't imagine not having met Mark and not being just easy and, you know, he's our friend. Plus, he gave me an awesome T-shirt, so that wins you a lot of of brownie points for that. Did give you an awesome T-shirt. What is it? It's 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 know your Spocks, and there's a picture of good (laughs) Spock and evil Spock. It's it's an awesome T-shirt. Blakey Biz should take note. Evil Spock has a beard. That's how we just know you're goatee, evil now, though. Alex. No, just the goatee. Oh, is it the goatee? Yeah. Just the goatee. I'm quite All right, well, you're getting away with it because it's a full beard. I'm quite caught Actually, up on this interactive, this interactive map of the United if States you... on yourchildrenlearns.com. <laughs> your child learns. Your children <laughs> learns. <laughs> oh, dear me, Richard. Go on. I could I be president. Facially hairily pedantic the yes. mustache and chin beard is a van dyke not a goatee is that a van dyke mm-hmm. which is the, go- the goatee is without the mustache right oh right oh, yeah, oh, I yeah, see. yeah it's just that bit there you see yeah which if it's small if it's just like an inch square that's a soul patch isn't it yeah or a clit tickler <laughs> yeah and uh, <laughs> and then then the the van dyke is also known as the donut isn't it I've well, not heard that, but in I British guess culture, it is the donut in in Britain. There you go. You see, learn something new every day. Isn't it good that after you decided about Rhode Island, you thought we should probably make states a bit bigger than this, otherwise <laughs> there's going <laughs> to be fucking loads of them. <laughs> I'm just, honestly, it's I'm just caught up in this map now. 
Because you can see it on the progression from the right where you start off with Rhode Island. It's like, Rhode oh, and here we've TV. got the great state of Rhode Island. I can see the other side of it from where I'm stood, mm-hmm. but here it is. And you get a bit bigger with Connecticut and you keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger until you're like, fuck it, Texas. <laughs> is that the... not not even going there just get the map out and a ruler and a pen and fuck is it. texas the biggest then texas is the biggest but they honestly they start off really really tiny in the top right and mm. they just get slightly bigger and bigger and bigger until clearly it was just oh we honestly we're having just, this now bit. i need to check because i think alaska might it might be just a tiny bit bigger than texas Alaska's huge, isn't it? Yeah. Just the population density is very small. Clearly, someone decided, someone very clever in government decided at one point, like, look, if we keep making all these little states, school children will hate us in 200 years when they have to learn 190 different state <laughs> names and their capitals. Let's just stick to, like, 48. <laughs> yeah, Alaska is the largest by, by area. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas, I think, is the largest by population. All right. I always oh. thought it was Texas was the largest geographical. Yeah, no, Alaska's huge, but there's like 10 people that live there. Mm. See, that was what I thought this morning. Cause I was bits where no one lives at all. I, I was Just reading a, a BBC News article about the craziness of North Korea. And they had oh, that. Yeah. And they had their, <laughs> they'd done a map of the world with mm. North Korea at the middle and lots of circles indicating where their missile technology could shoot to. Yeah. And the bit where it overlapped what was technically the United States, you think if someone let off a nuclear bomb at that bit of America, they'd have to send someone to check. (laughs) (laughs) It it really wouldn't be a problem. There's absolutely no fucker there. Because it's just in the top, just catching the edge of Alaska. Honestly, they wouldn't know. I would imagine that most of the danger from a North Korean nuclear launch would be inside North Korea. That apparently is where most (laughs) of the danger is, yes. yeah. And sort of the whole Sea of Japan area, also very close by where Mm. things fall a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd be worried if I was Japanese about some sort of missile just dropping on my head by accident. Yeah. Yeah. But it might not go off. Just (laughs) fall and roll around a bit. And a bit of sawdust and a chicken comes out of the side. <laughs> it's just what was going on. An alarm clock falls out. <coughs> yeah, when I, you, you okay, love? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Oh, dear me. When I saw the, the headline, I think it was, was it yesterday morning that he threatened to, to, to nuke us? And, you know, it's it's not good to joke about nuclear war at all. But when someone like Kim Jong-un or whatever his name is... It, it, oh. <laughs> it's funny. It's like when the mid, the midget fights the big guy in wrestling. It's what it is. It's like, oh, you can be as brave as you want, little man, but really, come on. Come on. It's, it's David and Goliath gone wrong, isn't it, really? It's proper Goliath is going to win. Just, you, you've just got... stop it now. It's like bringing conquers to a gunfight. Really? <laughs> well, do you think Hillary Clinton calls him up and goes, oh, aren't you adorable? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what goes on inside that country. I really don't. There's some rather brave um, people who, who do blog from North Korea. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm quite impressed with those people. Um, I hope they're safe because they're, they're the only ones but who pro- are actually... Probably not if something goes down. Any sort of information 
um, about life there, really. I, I just think they don't realise that somewhere in uh, the Pentagon, there's a, probably a very high-ranking general who has at some point signed off on a budget to maintain 10,000 nuclear warheads. And he's kind of thinking... If this isn't justified soon, I'm going to look a right knobhead. Mm. Just give it, just let me fire one, you know? And they, they haven't thought of him. I think <laughs> it's not, I wouldn't poke the bear. Mm. Don't you know? poke the bear. I, I wouldn't yeah. poke the bear. Some of these things, their shelf life is coming coming up to an end. We got to get rid of them somehow. Yeah, and, uh... <laughs> that's just it. It's like we paid a lot of money for these. Oh, truth be known, we don't even know they work. Because that's that's the feature of a bomb, isn't it? it? Until it goes off, we we don't even know if it works. You can test them all you like, but yeah. you don't know. Yeah. So you've you've now got a wonderfully large nuclear testing ground to have well, a bit of a go at. Isn't Europe littered with unexploded ordnance from World War Two? Oh, yeah, this country is. Oh, everybody's got an unexploded World War Two. I, I was bomb. only watching a TV program this morning about a home renovation, and they'd. Um, they had took up the floor in this house that had been derelict for a long, long time, and <gasps> um, and and found a, a, an unexploded bomb there. Had to get wow. the bomb squad out and everything to clear the site and make sure it was safe. Yeah, they, they've been uncovered all the time. They find so many so often, you're kind of amazed that anything ever blew up. <laughs> yeah. <It's>, well, <laughs> how many bombs did you have to drop to blow up fucking Surely London when this many didn't go off? Hit stuff. And that's how the damage was caused. It was just a yeah. Big if you drop thing a big lump it. of metal from the sky, it's gonna hurt someone. Exactly. It just didn't blow up. It it still brought half a house down. Yes. Now, now, do you think that the the guys that have to clear that stuff out are thinking, you know, this thing fell from twenty thousand feet and didn't go off, but if I fart too loud right now, we're all dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nobody sneeze. <laughs> Nobody sneeze. Yeah, You've obviously never seen the unexploded bomb episode of Dad's Army. <laughs> Uh, no, I can't no. say as I've ever, I ever See. had. The only thing I know about Dad's Army is the Monty Python sketch where they were making jokes about Dad's everything and anything. Oh, that's a slightly different thing. Ah. Dad's Army was the slang term for the home guard because it was made up of teenage boys and old men. Old guys. Anyone, yeah. who, couldn't Anyone who couldn't go and actually in. fight in the war but wasn't dead was in the home guard. And that was, what's the word I'm looking for? Colloquially known as Dad's Army. Yeah. But it's ah. also the name of a sitcom about a home guard unit. So, so I'm talking about the episode of a sitcom. Whereas okay. Monty Python will have been referencing the actual organization by its oh, slang name. okay. Although I, I don't see. know what bit of Monty Python you're talking about, they might have been making fun of the sitcom. I think they were they were they were doing a a fictional uh, next next year's TV lineup, and it was like Dad's this and Dad's that. One of them was Dad's poofs, and it was a, a picture of Graham Chapman wearing you know the 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 brigadier outfit from the waist up and a and a tutu and ballet slippers. Um, yeah, Dad's army was never like that. Ah. <laughs> oh, Emma said in the chat room that they found a USB near where my mum and dad worked. They had like two minute warning to leg it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, they're still dangerous. Although not as bad as all the, um, the, um, the IEDs. 
yeah, it's not Afghanistan yeah. over here. We yeah. you know, old steel cases and even lead cases. I've I've never heard of one like going off and killing a load of people. No, 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 it doesn't really, does no. it? No, they they're just. I've there. never heard of that. You just find them and you're like, oh shit, a fucking bomb, and then the the army come, or something. There's probably yeah. a phone number you can call, or something. I would imagine there has to be a, a lot of, if this thing hasn't gone off by now, it's probably not going to, but we can't take it that chance that it won't sort of mentality yeah. when dealing with them. Mm. Well, and because and of their design, they're like, a lot of them, they do want to hit the end of the bomb on the floor. And yeah. If that bit never happened, it didn't mean that the bomb w- wasn't going to go off. It might have just landed in some mud and got buried. Mm. So it could yeah. it could well be quite happily ready to go off given the right kind of knock at the right kind of angle and that's why the army have to come along and they blow it up and we watch that on the local news and it's oh they blow up a bomb and stuff it, it probably doesn't happen a lot anymore not up well, here anyway. just brought me a nummy piece of cake oh nice <laughs> did they bomb up here they probably bombed around probably bombed leeds and bradford manchester manchester you know what? You can, maybe you can explain something to me. My wife and I were discussing this the other day in the car. What did barrage balloons do? Well, they got in the way. Okay, I was right. Generally. That, that's what I figured, but... Yeah. They were a fucking big thing in the sky and a big wire that you can't see potentially for you to fly into. That sort of thing. So very annoying if you're like a low-altitude bomber or a fighter plane. And they had them over the city of London to protect major yeah. targets in the okay. city. So they were they were just to, to force the planes to have to fly high enough that their accuracy went way down. Yeah. Okay, got it. Something like that. It's generally blocking targets anywhere from particular altitudes. Yeah, and perhaps in some ways indicating, unfortunately, the Houses of Parliament are here. <laughs> St. Paul's Cathedral is here. Westminster <laughs> yeah. Abbey is here. All these other mm. things. <laughs> you know, but Winston Churchill was safely underground in a building that we now know would have been destroyed with but a single bomb had mm. they been accurate. So uh, not as safe as he oh, thought. Oh, that sounds like a baby. Yeah, she woke up. I, um, do, you, do you need to go? It's okay. Oh. No, I think my wife's going in there. She she knows I'm on the I'm I'm talking to y'all now. Cool. She, she she just came out here and brought me some cake. Nice. Um I'm ready and willing to play a, a U.S. trivia quiz. Alison, do you know the capital of Nebraska? Nebraska. No, that, uh, mm. It's Lincoln. Omaha? Lincoln. Oh, Lincoln, Lincoln, Nebraska. I don't know my capital is to save my life, so. Lincoln, Iowa? Iowa. Um, oh, Cleveland. Des Moines. No. Des Moines. There you go. Another? Oh, do oh, you want a random yeah, one? Yeah, I do, yeah. New Mexico. Albuquerque. Santa Fe. Is it? According <laughs> to your child your child learns dot com Santa Fe slash US okay. underscore map dot htm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, how about New York? New York, New York. New. No. Al- Albany. Albany, is it? Mm-hmm. You need to watch Last of the Mohicans again, don't <sighs> you? I'll teach you all this stuff. <laughs> Honestly, I know some of these because I listened to uh, the uh, the show 103 of ATW9K on the plane today. <laughs> that was one of the questions was was state capitals. Cool. God, Rhode Island. So how did they get away with that? What? I mean, just to save on paperwork, it would be easier to make it part of Connecticut, wouldn't it? 
Because, I mean, yeah. you've got to have, you know, government buildings and everything like that. Everywhere has a town hall and a city hall and a state hall. Just save on pay. Just, like, go to Rhode Island. You don't really need to be a state, do you? I mean, it's tiny wee. You can barely yeah. mouse over it on the map. It, it, <laughs> it, it's bizarre. I've been there. It doesn't take long to drive across Rhode Island. I bet. They've got some great beaches there, though. We used to, when I was little and lived in Connecticut, we used to drive to Rhode Island to go to a, a beach called Wickapog, which is like Wickapog. one of these. It, yeah, it's like W-E-E-K-A-U-P-A-U-G. It's, a, it's an old Indian name. And it's one of those beaches that just has massive waves and you'd get it would just pick you up and grind you into the sand like a cigarette butt. Mm. But when you're eight years old, that's a hell of a lot of fun. God, mind you, oh. Connecticut's not much bigger. You could fit Connecticut in, into Texas a billion Connecticut times. Connecticut takes about two hours to drive from, you know, if you're driving across it the short way, which I've done, it only takes about two hours to get across. That's tiny. That's yeah. almost as tiny as here. And we might lose Scotland. I'm worried about that. I, I hope we don't. Have you looked under the couch? No, they no. want to leave. <laughs> they want to leave. They've decided they, they're grown up. They want their own money and and their own place to be and they don't they don't want any of this united kingdom stuff anymore so what's the capital of rhode island then um oh, don't, don't tell me. okay yeah Sorry. that <laughs> i wouldn't it's have got what? it providence providence oh yeah that's where anthony bourdain worked when he was a young and there you go mm. allison's knowledge of the world through cooking by the way speaking of scotland yes now it it is it is not a done deal <gasps> But uh, they are talking once again about us bringing a show to the Edinburgh fin- Fringe Festival next summer. Oh, awesome. They're, they're starting a fundraising campaign if they can come up with the money, and they're pretty sure they can. I may be in Scotland next August. Oh, that's so cool. We'll come and see you if you are. We will be there. Yay. Might, might that not Never. be part of, of, the, of the UK by then? When are they doing that? I don't know. I'm genuinely so, scared about it. Uh, no, they're not going to get anywhere. There's I don't, only I don't want. Of, I don't want them to go. Only a third of Scottish people want that, so it's okay. I like Scotland. Um, they'll lose. It's fine. They'll stay with us. Okay. Um, no, uh, and we've never been to the Edinburgh Festival, so we should. I, I hear it's difficult. Gordon says I'm sure it it's. Is. It's a madhouse, but uh, he said also most of the locals get the hell out of town for the. For the well, thing. this is it, yeah, and um, I guess hotel rooms are at premium at that part of the year and all the rest of it but it'll be fun i've only ever spent an hour in edinburgh and that was stood outside the train station smoking cigarettes looking (laughs) at the castle and not really seeing any of it i've been to the mcdonald's oh yeah yeah nice that's like i've been to keflavik iceland for two hours and i never set foot outside of the airport yeah i visited atlanta in much the same way i've been to bahrain yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lovely place it had a i've been to the bowling alley on the azores too have <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. oh wow that's in the middle of nowhere quite literally yeah and landing there th- this was when i was in the air force yeah and uh um we went over there for for a, f- a couple of months and so i didn't fly over on a passenger jet i flew over on one of our c-130s that rickety um, thing on a fucking wooden bench <laughs> no we had we, they, they put a pallet full of full, full of actual airplane seats in it um nice. but you know we once we once we were in the air none of us stayed in our seats 
and uh, and landing in the Azores, it was the turbulence was incredible. So a bunch of us were standing on the fantail of the plane. You know, when when the when the cargo bay is shut, uh, it it's up at a pretty steep angle. Yeah. So there, and and at the time I was a smoker, and that's where if we wanted to smoke in the plane because it was a fourteen hour flight because you know it's a four four engine turboprop, yeah. not a fast plane at all. Yeah. Um, so it was 14 hours, and so those of us that smoked, we, we were allowed to go to the back of the plane and smoke back there. Mm. And we're landing in the Azores, and a bunch of us are standing back up there on the fantail trying to see if we could stay on our feet as the plane is just bouncing all over the place. Wow. And, uh, it was fun. Yeah, it sounds... Uh... Now turbulence scares the piss out of me. But then... <laughs> <laughs> Does it really? Does it get to you now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, although this trip wasn't too bad, but then I, I took some Xanax both times before I got on the well, plane. Well, usually uh, solves a lot of issues, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's just context. You, you're influenced by the media. You've seen lots of films where army people or Air Force people or James Bond are in a big plane that's crashing, and you know really all you need to do is kind of jump out at the last minute, and you'll be okay. Whereas when you're on a commercial passenger jet, you're th- you're thinking lost. I, I, okay. I think that, um, that's the difference there. You 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 don't really believe that, do you? <laughs> if you've got, if you're on a plane that's crashing, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and you've got a self-inflating rubber dinghy, <laughs> you will be fine. In fact, if you've got that inflatable dinghy and you die in the plane crash, then that I have no sympathy for you. <laughs> You have seen this on. I have seen this. I have. I have. We, we Indi- have. Indiana Jones does it. If you know, if it works for Indy, exactly. of course you have to be over a snowy mountain, and and you have to have a screaming blonde with you. I think that's, that's right. Yeah, you have to yeah. have someone really quite hysterical and someone really quite ill. Their prerequisites. Exactly. And mm-hmm. and maybe a steward who's having some personal crisis, which means they're not at their best. You know, See, they're, they're, they're worried about what's going on back at home. We, yeah. we worry about all these planes. You see, they're quite rickety and old. Pilots or got a bit gone knackered. Around, yeah. yeah, the pilot's pissed <laughs> or whatever. But we know on these flights, if you if you just get out at the last minute. Somebody didn't get their vegan meal. If yeah. there's a, a, a um, hayloft somewhere nearby, you're good too. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah. passenger planes, oh my God. I can't believe anyone gets off one alive. If you you know you hit the wall too hard, you punch a hole in it. Yeah, they're just exactly. You know, you watch Fringe episode one, hundred and fifty people dead on a plane. Oh, great, that's it. They didn't jump they out. The last minute. They melted. That melted. was episode two. Or you end up on an island, or you end up in the fucking mountains, and you have to eat your mate, and, <laughs> and so many other things happen I, I to you. I think the reality of of plane travel is far worse than the imagined ills. Or Ray Liotta takes over. I really do. Over. I think the discomfort that one goes through on a 12-hour flight is beyond what is humanly acceptable, I feel. Maybe if you melted halfway through, that would be somewhat of relief. <laughs> the food on flights is so outrageously shit. It's it's not nutritious and it's not good and it it's not even enough I to think get I, you where you're going. I seem to remember eating a sausage on the way to Vegas. You were hungry. Did I eat a sausage? I don't know. Have I always eat the bread roll because the bread roll is usually pretty innocuous. The, the bread roll is rock solid on a flight. You know that. Oh, yeah. They're rock solid. You get butter that you can't spread because that's rock solid too. 
It would give the impression that we don't know what business class is like, really. We don't know what business class is like, um, but cattle class anywhere is just the most horrific form of humanity, I find. Well, I it, it probably beats hardtack and salted fish for three months. Yeah, that'd be bad. Salted fish, <laughs> you say? Yeah. I and feel scurvy. my throat closing up right now, really. <laughs> scurvy, you say? I'm yeah. not up for scurvy. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the alternative to flying is a three-month, three or four-month boat ride. And rickets and shit like that. <laughs> Surely you can take four months worth of sandwiches now. I mean, because you, know you, you know how long it's going to take. It's not like, let's sail in this direction We've until we crash now. into a dry bit again. We've got spam now. That'll exactly. last us for 12 years. Exactly. I mean, because, okay, there was a time where people got on a boat and we were like, where are you going? Like, don't know. That way. <laughs> Bye. And the one Viking day they, said there's something yeah, over there. One day they might come back and go, we found we're, a dry we're bit. going over the edge. But they might not, you see. But now you know where you're going. You can point in the right direction. Like, I'll be there in, in 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Pack sandwiches. Bring plenty now, of DVDs. We'll stop in the Azores in the middle and have some seafood. Yeah. <laughs> have you all heard about the, the, uh, the, the company that's wanting to send a married couple to Mars? No. Have they pissed uh, them off or something? It's 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 a private private company. I forget. Uh, I, I don't think I actually knew the name of the company. And they're they're looking to send do send a uh, a, a privately funded uh, mission to Mars, and they want a married couple to go, so that they don't have to worry about personality clashes. But they won't even land. It's just go to Mars, go around it, and come back. Cool. You going then? Um, do you think no. you can get a sit for Sharon? <laughs> I think it's rather sweet that they've assumed that getting a married couple will avoid personality clashes and arguments. <laughs> I think that's a rather They're wonderfully idealised view of the world that we live in. Capsule with two skeletons comes back. Just, that's just, yeah. <laughs> no, I think if I was going to guarantee you people that are going to fall out and argue, there you go. That's, yeah. Especially when you're you're stuck in something the size of like your average outhouse. No, or, you'd need two rooms at least. Yeah. That's that's human nature. We need somewhere to storm off to. Slams yeah. in the middle. <laughs> can, you, can you slam a door in space? Does that can does that? I think work? you kind of have to. Bang! Oh yes, you should. <laughs> Make sure all doors are shut properly. <laughs> you, you don't want to have that. Were you born in a barn? Conversation in space. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the 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 shark migration that's been going on over here? No. Have you got, I, I heard a little bit about it. I heard that like it was going 10, on. 10,000 sharks off the east coast of Florida just hanging out on their, on their way north, uh, like within 20 feet of the beach. Richard's just blanched. I'm stunned at that. How many sharks have to appear before someone in authority legitimately asks the question, are they here to kill us all? <laughs> Because they're big, they're big. Ones, that's aren't lots they, of sharks. They're I mean, not, like they're not little reef sharks. That's that's no, massing an army. Black tips. And, uh, I forget what the other one was, but now it's pretty chilly down here uh, for for Florida. Anyway, I mean it's it's not exactly beach weather right now, so this is a good time for them to be going by. Because pretty much the only people in the water right now are European tourists. Well, um, yeah. it's probably only thirty degrees centigrade at night. You know. What, how warm is it where you are? <laughs> yeah, let's have a look. Where's my weather at? Yeah, you've got your coat on, your scarf, your gloves and everything, and it's probably, like, hotter than our summer. 
<laughs> no, it's it. It well in the daytime is it's getting up to around eighty. Let's see, what is it right now? There you go. <laughs> it is. Let me change this to to Celsius. I can I can use. It is currently nineteen degrees. And what what time of day is it for you right now? It's nine fourteen p.m. So you, right, okay. Yeah, so it's not supposed to get much colder tonight. <clears throat> so you've had quite a warm day then. Uh, probably. I, I wasn't here for most of it, but yeah. 25 degrees C today. Tomorrow will be 26. We, we, we have clear. recently become very jealous of other people's weather. I don't know where this has come <laughs> from. I think it's when you, when you walk the dog and the car said it's one outside and the snow is coming upwards into your face. You're just like, I hate everybody else with good weather. It's not fair. That, that, was, that oh. was what it was. Black tip and spinner sharks. Thanks, Teely, for putting that uh, link in there. Yeah, look at that Needless picture. There's just no one is swimming. Oh, I've clicked on something that I didn't mean to. So why do people think this wow, happened? Is, is this a fringe event? Uh, they're, they're studying it. I don't think they really know yet. Um, I mean, sharks migrate up along the... Uh, the um, this is... Uh, Annual shark migrations are expected along the southern Florida coast. Um, and these aren't sharks that generally attack people. But when you've got that many fish in the water, it's a good idea to stay away from them because... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's their territory when there's that many of them. Well, and the thing is, 90% of shark attacks... I'm, I'm kind of... I, I don't have figures to back up that figure, but um, it's a large percentage of shark attacks are... The shark going, what is that thing? Can I eat it? And they take a bite. Yeah. And just as they're about to go, bleh, no, the person that just got bit freaks out and triggers a, uh, a feeding activity. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. I mean, it's impossible really to say if a shark nibbles on you, don't start, you know, going and, you know, stay calm and the shark will probably go away. Yeah. Just chill yeah. out. Just relax. No, I'd be clawing at its eyes and screaming like a child. Yeah. Or if it's you know a uh, you know an eighteen foot great white, their their inquisition bite generally is lethal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. There's not much. They eat you whole by accident. Yeah, mm. it's like oops, I bit that in half, and now I don't want to finish it. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I think I'd rather be finished. I really would. I mean, it's like you know. <laughs> If you don't really intend to eat anything, why even have a bite of it if you didn't intend to finish it? I mean, I, I just think that's bad. That's going to a buffet and just taking a bite out of everything and putting it back. Yeah, I, I feel bad when I'm like at a at a, an all-you-can-eat place and I don't eat all I take. So, you know, maybe great whites do too. Exactly. And they can't, they can't stick their tongues out and just give a lick because, you know, you don't yeah. want to stick your tongue out over all those teeth. Do they have tongues? They do, yeah. but it's inside yeah. their mouth. Okay. It does, yeah, they can't stick the tongue out and go. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> like, no. well, that would be hilarious. <laughs> would, Great it? white just coming out going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Ooh, no, I don't like that. Did you just see the news report? Man licked <laughs> by shark. <laughs> yeah. Shat his pants, but said it was quite nice. <laughs> God, it'd be massive as well, wouldn't it? Ooh. Pointed, I reckon. Quite pointed. So how about that? Uh, that. Meteor in Russia. Yeah. Was that amazing or what? It was pretty cool, actually. It, I yeah. like being reminded that we are one of planets and there is stuff 
out I, there. I very much don't, actually. <laughs> I like it when large rocks do not fall from the sky. That is my favorite state of being for the Earth. <laughs> Laura um, Pakora is here. Hi, yeah. Laura. Hey. If there were aliens and we had starships, maybe not so much of a worry. Happy to think of us as a planet then, but until we can blow up meteorites that will wipe out all of civilization, then I'm a little bit uneasy about it. Yeah, that one, that one, there was, I mean, big ones, we don't really have to, well, we have to worry about them, but we can see them coming. And there's, there are numerous things we can do about them uh, that don't involve Bruce Willis. Um, I think yeah, we should take just... those as an opportunity to fire Bruce Willis into space just for the hell of it. <laughs> oh, wow. The, the footage is incredible. Have you seen the video? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It was, it's so awesome. I mean, it must be terrifying. I, I also uh, like the fact that the it's being... The amount of light that comes with it is just outrageous. Mm -hmm. and, and My favourite... So it's been held as conclusive proof that most alien sightings Shit. are absolute bullshit. Because when something actually real happens, look how much video you have of it. Yeah. So when yeah. someone's like, I saw an alien over town, and you're like, no one else did. Mm-hmm. My favorite video is, well, I mean, you know, the, the, the reason there's so much video is because traffic accidents and traffic uh, malfeasance in Russia is an epidemic. So, like, everybody has a dash cam right now over there. Mm. Um, just because there's, there's a rash of... of like people running out into the street and pretending to get hit and then suing and stuff like that. Um, but uh, my favorite one is there's there's audio and you you know the you hear the guy just sort of singing along with the radio and the radio is playing and the meteor goes overhead and it explodes and he doesn't even slow down or go huh or anything. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd be terrified. I'd at least go, what the fuck? I think I'd like to stop, especially if it. I mean, this footage looks like it's just there. I'm, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's quite a way away. And Actually, no, it, it blew up pretty pretty low down. That's why there was so much damage and, and injuries. Yeah. Because the, 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 the shockwave. It's a big city. It's like a million people live there. And, mm -hmm. and it broke up in the atmosphere, didn't it? Yeah. And, and so there were several explosions, not just one. It wasn't a giant piece that arrived. It was many pieces. And the devastation's incredible. The amount of shock wave. Yeah. That comes and they from think this that this was ridiculous. only a little bit smaller than the one that, that exploded over Tunguska back in like 1918. Yeah. Um, Didn't one land yeah. in America at the same time, though? Because mm. there, there was, this was a big conspiracy theory thing about it all that there were actually several meteors, there were three simultaneously around the world, proving conclusively uh, it's aliens. I hadn't heard about two more. Um, there was that the 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 one that was passing by a few days later, but they were completely unrelated. Um, I didn't hear about two more asteroids or, or meteors hitting. I might need to do a bit more research on that. I haven't just made that okay. up though. That that okay, was the no, thing I, I heard. I, I'm more confirming it to myself than anyone else. Uh, yeah, worth worth looking into. Absolutely. I, mean, I, I don't go in for any of that stuff. I used to love conspiracy theories, but now they're just, I, I can't be doing with You know, it's my, my, the, the deal breaker for me is that most conspiracy theories require a level of competence on the part of the governor, government that I just don't accept as being possible. Absolutely. I'm mm. with you 100% on that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, well, someone said that this is a conspiracy as well. 
They're yeah. saying that the Americans blew it up um, in the atmosphere before it landed because they're testing weapons, not that it actually just just broke up in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, because shooting a missile at something that's moving tens of kilometers <laughs> a second is thirty-three thousand <laughs> kilometers an hour. I mean, come on, it's not happening, is it? I mean, no, 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 no. Very silly. Uh, Let's see, Gadiak put up meteor crashes in Cuba day after Russian fireball. Uh, okay. Yeah, I didn't hear about that one. But Cuba. I think, I think there was Cuba. one in the U.S. as well. Space is a messy place. And, uh, it is. It's full of rubbish <laughs> as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the, the, the amount of man-made garbage orbiting the planet now is, is becoming an actual hazard to navigation out there. I'm not surprised. It, it fits with the, the vision. I do like the slightly dirtier vision of space in, in science fiction. You, more kind of a Red Dwarf Deep Space Nine feel to it than, than a crisp, clean Star Trek. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I'm kind of comforted by the lining of filth around our planet. And it's a bad <laughs> thing. Although it is nice to see that how how much our atmosphere does protect us because if that if that meteor had come in and just landed whole uh it it would have got it the the devastation would have been in the megaton range it would have just gone off like hundreds of nuclear weapons yeah. and just leveled that whole city that would have so, been a, god that would be a wake up call for the planet mm -hmm. even if this meteor was just a little bit nearer to the city the amount of people who would have been killed by it would have been a, a great deal higher. Mm -hmm. Well, the the two thing the the main thing that saved this from being an absolute catastrophe instead of just a big mess because I don't think anyone was seriously hurt. It was a lot of property damage, but I don't think anyone was like killed or anything. But is that it came in at a very shallow angle? Yeah, and so the atmosphere was able to break it up. If if it had come in straight, uh, then the atmosphere wouldn't have had time to do anything about it. Yeah. And then we would have had a real problem. And uh, the the mathematical probability of something coming from space and actually hitting a populated area of Russia. I mean, just you get a print out a map of Russia and stick a pin in it and see how many times you have to do that before you land in somewhere that actually has people <laughs> near it. Yeah. Well, it's estimated that, you know, there are numerous light, or lightning strikes, meteor strikes of a similar nature every year, but they happen out over the ocean because most of the world is water. Yeah. And, it, and it's so far from where any, anyone would even notice it. Exactly. This one, yeah. It would be like a North Korean missile going off. <laughs> <laughs> like a party popper. Yeah. In another room at a party. Phone Upstairs in the bedroom, a long way away from everybody else. So I don't know. We'll be fine. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I have just, to. I have to ask you as well on a, oh. another completely unrelated topic. Have you ever watched Fringe? I tried. I watched the first episode, and I didn't dislike it. I, I was kind of hanging on up until uh, the the FBI girl got into the tank. And then that's when it lost me because I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Um, it's very silly, you know. Did you like the X-Files? I like the... I love the X-Files, yeah. The science is explained in Fringe. I love it. 
Right. I just wondered what your personal view of it was, because I'm finding it's filling a, an X-Files-sized hole in my life. I really should watch it. I've been told it gets better. Um, and I, I know it's not fair to judge a show on one, like the first episode. Uh, I think we tried to watch the second episode and I got as far as the flight attendant's face falling off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's as far yeah. as I got, really. I completely cut off from it for a few episodes and, and then I got into it. And have you ever seen Lost Girl? No. Right. What is that? We've got to watch it for Remote Patrol. I don't, it's Jason's like a, giving it, is it homework? a sci-fi action adventure kind of thing. It was a TV show? Yeah. All right. Let me, let me do a so quick Google and see if I've ever seen it. Cause like there's a, a lot of, wow. I put lost in and lost girl comes up right away. Google, you're reading my mind. That scares me. Um, lost girl. Um, and I just, Brilliantly signed out from the chat room because I wasn't paying attention. Didn't open a new window. <laughs> uh, no, I've I've never even heard of this show. Right. Okay. No, us, us neither. This we're, is current. Yeah. We're a li little apprehensive, but this is Jason's pick. So. Is it like the Canadianian Buffy? I don't know. I think it is. You know. The Canadian Buffy. I think so. Right. Which is not like a buffet of Canadian mm. food, like poutine and. <laughs> things like that's that it. that's it's all Canadian food syrup. you could think maple of syrup. poutine and maple syrup poutine and maple syrup anyone name a third Canadian food I anyone croissants anyone in Montreal <laughs> that doesn't um, count oh oh one of my Canadian friends gave me a recipe for this really yummy meat pie but it, and it had this French name but I can't remember what it is now um so P that's three. poutine and maple <laughs> syrup that's that's poutine it. maple syrup and French pie well yeah yeah <laughs> that's not what I was talking about anyway so I still haven't yeah we've got to watch Lost Girl yeah for next week I'm sure it'll be fun yeah. and if it's not I will hold it against Jason well, and then it's my choice I don't know what to pick now I thought the whole idea of of uh, um, uh, Remote Patrol was, was nostalgia shows well or it kind of is but Jason's been cheeky. He's broken it. Ah. He's already breaking <laughs> rules, and we're only, what, three shows into the show. <laughs> so, you know, we'll have to keep an eye on him, really. I should pick a classic British comedy next. You should, really. Oh. Something like The Good Life or A Low, A Low. A Low, A Low. Good morning. You see, I know all the words. Heidi High. We should do Heidi High. Heidi I would High. love Jason to watch Heidi High. What the fuck will he think of that? I have no idea. That would be amazing. It's really not far from the truth, and it'll it'll just blow his mind. It really will. Y'all ought to do a special on shows that started in Britain and then came to the U.S. Oh, okay. One of those research-based shows. Yeah, like like Steptoe and Son became Sanford and Son oh, over yeah. here. Um, Man About the House was Three's Company. Um, never seen that. You've never seen Three's Company? No. It's quite like Man About the House, I'm but sure with John Ritter in. I'm sure it is, yeah. It's better than yeah. the English one. That's one is of the. It? Oh, yeah. Man About the House well, was shit. Yeah, then there's it Robin's a, Nest and all that and Robin's shit. And it was a nasty, cheap ITV comedy. It was horrible. Whereas. Yeah, did you have anything like? Did you have the Afghanic character? Did you have? They did. They had. Uh, it's the same person. Well, um, 
I want to say Archie Bunker. No. No, that but Archie that Bunker? All in the Family was was All um, in the Family. Is it All in it. the Family? Yeah, it was based on one of your shows too, and I used to know the name of it. Um, the the Afghani uh, program yeah. that I can't think of the name. Well, uh, what is it? It's all the uh, till death was do part, and I'm I think that was it actually. Yeah. In sickness and in health. In sickness and in health, I said. Uh, oh God, Alf Garnet mm. has a Wikipedia page, and really? that's what I've actually ended up on. See, he's just an iconic British character, really. And the thing is. I think uh, to uneducated eyes, it looks like it's um, a show about a racist, and that's the kind of humour that it's got. When actually, Afghan, it's the point of ridicule in the whole show. That yeah, that yeah. It uh, uh, till death do us part is what All in the Family was was based on. And does it do it as well? I've never seen Till Death Do Us Part, but All in the Family uh, was. Classic to the point of there are some of the the set pieces and props are in the Smithsonian. Right. Okay. Um, you know, iconic. Archie Bunker was the 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 iconic bigot. Yeah. And yet they and made him supposed to laugh at him because he's an idiot. Yeah. Exactly. But they also made him sympathetic. I mean, it it was a brilliant. It was kind of it was on par with Mash. Yeah. You know how Mash was was funny, hilarious, but also would rip your heart out and yeah, feed it to you at times. Full of pathos and just yeah. gut wrenching sorrow. Yeah, did, All in the Family was the same way. Did you ever have sitcoms that were not just blatantly racist, but laughing at black people was the point of the sitcom? Back in the 50s, yes. I I haven't seen... A lot of the stuff that came from radio, that right. there were like radio shows that then became TV shows when TV first started. Uh, there were things like the Amos and Andy show and, and uh, Step and Fetch It and stuff like that, which were just hideous, hideous... Uh, you know, Al Jolson esque yeah. caricatures of black people, and that made the transition to TV for a while. But they're they they were pretty much gone by the by the sixties and seventies. See, cause I think we were still getting stuff like that in the seventies. Was it Love Thy Neighbor that was horrific? There was Love Thy Neighbor and lots of things starring Spike Milligan. Yeah, anyone who could do an amusing Indian accent around the time. Some mothers, not some mothers, do yeah. the other yeah. one. No, that's the one with Frank Spencer. That wasn't racist at all. I mean, the one in the jungle with the army people and Fraser Hines. Not, not um, him. He was in Emmerdale Farm. Some the Welsh that, uh, guy. So, uh, it ain't oh, half some hot like mom. it. Not some like it. It ain't half it, it, hot That one, mom. yes. That was that was an especially racist program, and that was on in the eighties. It was. And I, it just occurs to me that there's no American equivalent of these shows. We've had some horrific things. That, we've that made was a comedy set in colonial British India. Oh, there's a situation yeah. for some comedy. <laughs> there you are. There you go. Based with a, a, a an army group and their Indian wallas in the jungle. Oh, and they were theatrical, so they double were. trouble. Make the gang cars, the boys are it, it was racist and homophobic. That'll be why it's not on anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like all the TV channels that we have that replay old sitcoms and things over and over and over again, and you realise suddenly I've not seen that in years, and it's it's because it's horrific, and I think it ain't our fault. Mum would be one of those. You can't show that now. It's all racist and homophobe jokes. Yeah. Oh, well, dear. do you think it's it? Uh, like I've I've read uh, some of the Edgar Rice Burroughs uh, stuff. Uh, I read. 
several of the Tarzan books, and then I recently read the first John Carter book. Um, and there are, looking at it from the from the standpoint of a, a 20th, 21st century American, there are moments where it's almost laughable at how he considers British aristocracy to be innately superior to anyone else in the universe. Mm. That was pretty much the attitude that really got us th- two-thirds of the globe. That, that, um, was, that was it. Okay, so I'm, I'm wondering if, if that's kind of a holdover, and that's why it, it made it as far into modern-day stuff like that, because it was the, the upper class doing these things, and so it was funny as opposed to being offensive. To, to be fair... Well, that's we, what they're for. We, we only stopped mm. it because the Germans had a go. If they hadn't had a go, I, we, we wouldn't have stopped doing what we were doing. And See, it was is, generally born out of this attitude. Again, I would point you to The Last of the Mohicans for some historical reference on this. It's very good for this, that film. Um, the whole, like, make the world England, but we're just better than you. Why would you not want to be? It's quite Borg-like in its attitudes, but just hmm. a bit more up itself. Think of it <laughs> like that. So why? So, but clearly we're better than you. Why, why would you not want to be as good as us, you, hmm. you heathens? Why? When we can civilize you and make you better and eventually extort all your natural resources and, and manpower and that sort of thing and set up trade routes. We were very organized. We weren't an evil empire. I would grant you that probably some Indians would disagree with you on, on with me on that one. Uh, <laughs> but largely, we were, we were actually quite efficient and that sort of thing. Like the Romans. There you go. What the Romans ever done for us? Oh, plumbing and shit. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's thank be thankful for a lot. Plumbing and plumbing. shit. Plumbing. Literally. <laughs> heating. Heating. I'm quite happy plumbing. with them for heating. I like Roman heating. I love that. I Get to like, England. Oh, we better invent heating. I also Come like on. the fact that they started building houses out of stone. That was quite good. Yeah, lots actually. So, well, th- we're doing the sketch, aren't we? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> it only just occurred to me. Well, what did the Romans do? Well, actually, roads. plumbing, well, roads. Aside from the roads, the aqueducts. <laughs> Many things. Yeah, quite a lot. And then we left it all for like 2,000 years. Couldn't be asked. Couldn't be asked. Well, because we'd sorted wine out by then. We were just shit-faced. We were just shit-faced and eating. Yeah. For a couple of thousand years, fighting. Building castles. Yeah. That takes ages. It really Have does. you ever tried to build a castle? They're big them, aren't they? There's so much planning. And you've got to get the quantities of theirs in. How many bricks am I going to need for my always ca- going to take at least eight planning weeks. Planning is a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> it always amazes me that the times, the time scales that our ancestors were accustomed to, that as opposed to our instantaneous world now, when when you hear about a cathedral taking hundreds of years to be finished, yeah, I know, and we're, uh, we're pissed off when it takes them like three years to finish a road. Yeah, like come on, what are you doing? Like it doesn't matter that a cathedral did take a hundred years to build, and it's still not finished now. If you ask the architect honestly over a glass of beer, do you consider that piece of work finished? No, there's just a bit <laughs> up there that I'm quite. Just sorted out. That's architects for you, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they committed, didn't they? They, they committed. did. Yeah. Pottery. 
from the Romans. Sorry, yeah, just like another thing well. sprung to mind. <laughs> mm. Well, I think the Greeks had that one down before the Romans. Uh, yeah, they, they were quite advanced, really, weren't they, the old Greeks? Yeah. A lot of what the Romans they did, fire. they just stole it from the Greeks and, and made it bigger. This is very true. Put penises on it. Everywhere. <laughs> Every, mind you, the Greeks, they, they love the old um, massive phallus guy, don't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, what, yeah. What's he called? Phallus. He is called phallus, isn't he? Well, that was the they they they, they were called phalloi. Um, they were satyrs, the the satyr oh. dancers. Um, but yeah, they they would wear these giant leather and wood phalluses for the for the the they would they would do these these rude comedies in between the the uh, essentially liturgical plays in uh, at their at their religious festivals. And these people were really quite young. Yeah, and because they died very very young. I went to uh, Knossos on Crete, which is a fantastic place to go. It's about 5,000 years old. It's mm. incredible. And they built down because it was really, really hot. They, they tunneled down and built houses into the rock. It's a phenomenal place. And they did some amazing mosaics. And with four, five thousand years old mosaics ridiculous and then you get told well these were built by like 14 year olds can you imagine taking a group of 14 year olds out to the middle of nowhere and say right build a city build a palace and and a, and a place for the government and you know somewhere for the queen to be and then everywhere out build everyone's houses and do it underground 14 year olds doing that no yeah it's incredible now they're just inside they wanking and playing Xbox. One of these kids invented a flushing <laughs> toilet. They're not doing shit like that. You see? This is what I was talking about earlier. By the time Sharon's 16, we want to be seeing some <laughs> good civilization building skills in place. These kids I... invented language. They invented writing language down. I mean, exactly. it's mind-blowing what when children you, were When you're worried now about of. passing high school maths exams and stuff, you're like, kids half your age invented maths. Get on with it. That's it. Children of the world. Do you hear me? <laughs> yeah. You've really let the side down. 5,000 years ago, they'd have kicked your ass. God, Imagine they they'd, would. Have, they'd have died in a couple of years of old age at 16, 17. But, but when yeah. you're living this long, not building a civilization, what's the point? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Consumerism. <laughs> that's all that's left for us. Consumer, well, I don't know. Yeah. There's the world of Warcraft and, and Second Life. You might consider those... No, never mind. It's just not as impressive, is it? It's not the fucking no. wheel, in, in is it? In 5,000 years of people taking a tour around my second life building. <laughs> no. It's not bread. I mean, I, that blows my mind, right? As, as a cook, as a baker, I like the fact that I can just look up a recipe and, and magic happens and amazing chemistry takes place and you get cake. I love that shit. What, what blows my mind is how somebody could look at a field of wheat and see cake. Inventing cake. Like, go from that to putting eggs and sugar, which came from way away, and we didn't have it for ages, and it was rich, and all that kind of stuff. Who put that together the first time and put it in the fire? It was either it's, someone it's, very clever or someone just fucking around. It's just, you know what? It's <laughs> someone fucking around, and I take my hat off 
to everyone. I'm just going to pour some of this in here. Fucked around with ingredients. Thank you so much. You feed us now. Most of it not even ingredients. Horrible. It was look at the, all that shit growing out there. Let's let's exactly. bash it with rocks and see if we can eat it. Let's let's change that field into something that can sustain us at every meal. And yet we still wonder Ridiculous. about the first person who tried an egg. How did <laughs> exactly? It's did so reeks of like, dude, don't eat that. Honestly, <laughs> there's there's lots of berries and things. There's we've just seen some deer back. There. What are you gonna eat that for? Don't eat. We don't. Eat, I know it doesn't smell like poo, but you know, <laughs> dude. As if you just that have comes, to hope they didn't see it come out and just found it on the in the nest. <laughs> and like, Ooh, that looks yummy. That's the only possible explanation, isn't it? <laughs> you saw it come out. You wouldn't do that, would you? Really? Because there, there is nothing about a fresh egg you that wouldn't. says breakfast. There's nothing. There's nothing about an egg coming out of a chicken that would make you go, "Oh, I know what that is. That's the unfertilized ovum being rejected from the body." You wouldn't ever do that. You just you like what? Look, that, if what you the knew that's, that's what it was, would you still eat it? It's warm. I'm gonna break it would you and like drink some it. Rejected no. ovum. No. <laughs> you no, see? I wouldn't. How do you know that's tasty until you put it in your gob? To be fair, it's not like chickens stand up and you know lean over and grunt out an egg. They're they're just kind of sitting there in the next nest and then they get up and walk away and it's there. You don't really. You don't see it plopping. See, yeah. Well, because there's breakage involved really at that height, isn't there? Suppose so. You, yeah. but they're, they're, they're squidgy and bouncy when they come out, and then they set. If if eggs were com- hard when they we came out, we start something here that the the chat room are with us on this. You know, what? we're getting they things like, well, I can't wrap my head around is inventing knitting. Like, who wants to weave a garment together from yarn with two sticks? Um, like, why even start trying? And Gadiac says, "What was the first guy who drank cow's milk thinking?" <laughs> Oh, yes, it's wrong. Oh, we can eat that blood, black pudding. Yeah. I've I've always marveled at the first person who decided to go after a lobster. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's like, is it going to be worth <laughs> it? Is it not just made of stone? Is there anything in there, really? Or is it just weird skeletal i love it richard can't deal with crustacean oh, they you? have they have no right to exist on this planet. <laughs> I, I love lobster but you know just if i had never seen one and i saw one i would go ah kill it not let's boil that up and eat it exactly <laughs> fuck yeah i mean i honestly i love animals i wouldn't ever condone har- harming an animal in any way shape or form but if i could w- wipe out all of those shell encrusted sea things in one go <laughs> damn i would do it I would laugh my cock off while it happened. Honestly, <laughs> they have no right to be. That's, that's I love them. Crabs and lobsters. I love them, and I take my hat off to whichever crazy fucker thought it would be a good idea no. boil it and no, smash I, it I up. I hope he fucking drowned. <laughs> I hope he drowned looking for his fucking lobster. Oh, I guess it's all your perspective, because like I look at an alligator, and I just go, "Ooh, that looks yummy." Because alligator is tasty stuff. Is it really? Oh yeah. Is it what? How how good is it on in relation to other meats? Would you say? It's okay. You you get the classic. It tastes like chicken, which it doesn't. Right. But it's similar. Um, it's is it's it more a much like turkey. <laughs> no, not really. Okay. Um, actually, turkey and chicken are a much denser meat than alligator meat is. Okay. Um, it's it it's kind of crumbly. Um, 
trying to think of what what would be a common thing to really compare it to because I mean it doesn't taste like chicken. It doesn't have the chicken the same consistency as chicken. Is it more uh, like a brisket type of consistency? No, it's not even that dense. It's it's a it's I mean even even lobster meat is kind of well yeah it may be similar to to lobster although even lobster is is tougher than alligator meat is right okay it's um, like if fork falls through it kind of stuff yeah right? yeah okay and and it, it's got its own flavor i i really like gator uh it, it's just it's it's not as readily available as one you know can't you can't just go out to the grocery store and you know give me three pounds of gator meat it's you pretty much only get it at restaurants and then it's usually deep fried oh that's such a shame yeah that's not a good way for an alligator to end up, surely, being deep fried. Well, they make like like nuggets. It's like what the, the fuck? Treat it yeah. with respect. Cut a steak. Do it properly. At least that's the only allig- the only way I've I've encountered it. I it, there may be gator steaks. I've I've never seen them, but you know, you you pretty much only eat the tail. I don't think there's much. In the northern end of the gator to eat, um, <laughs> it's just mainly scale. Yeah, nice and, and claw. And and angry. <laughs> <laughs> angry, yeah. Are we getting electrical brownouts here? What's brown that? Out I actually think it's the heater not working right or something, mm. and the lack of light is. We should go anyway. You I, know? Yeah, we've been talking for an hour and ten minutes now. Shitting so. me. <laughs> It's, it's... And if you'd think, like, we hadn't talked for ages. It's well, back... we haven't. Well, we know. haven't, no. I know. <laughs> and last week, la- last weekend, we actually went out on Saturday night. Did and, you? Uh, yeah. And um, what did we do? Can't remember now. But we we were actually, we went out and did something, which we we almost never do. And, uh, oh, it was the Ren Fair. We went to the Ren Fair. Wait, you went to the what? what? The, the Renaissance Festival. Okay. Um, and, uh, and then I got, we got home and after we finally had dinner and got the baby in bed and stuff and I sat down and I, and, and I saw that I had missed Shaft by two hours. Like, fuck. <laughs> Did we even do Shaft last Saturday? Yeah. Did we? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Shows what I know. <laughs> you see what I was saying about I've that episode poorly. of Fringe? Yeah. It's is he he's got to decide whether the woman in front of him is really his girlfriend or just someone who looks at her. So he gets he he says something to her that he said to her a long time ago yeah. to see if she remembers. And I'm just like, if that was the only thing you went on, I'd have had to have killed you years ago. <laughs> you don't remember something I say to you. That, well, that's any day of the week. That's well, not when you're replaced by a double. Right, that's, right back at That you. was five minutes ago. I'm not having I mean, this be a one-sided thing. You, no, you're perfectly right. You're perfectly right. It's I'm terrible I say as well. things to you and it doesn't even go in. It bounces off. I see it. It just crashes into your skull and then just ricochets. Off into oh, nothingness. Away. A long way away. It's like but Angry you, Birds. It's gone off if screen. If you will talk about Got to Dance, though, that's the thing. <laughs> oh, it's another semi-final. I filter tomorrow. out things like, oh, he was really good. Like, no, no, that doesn't need to go in. Boom, off into the room. Right, we, should, we really <laughs> need to go. Yeah. We really do, but it's been wonderful talking to you again. Yes, you been. too. I've missed you guys. I've missed Shaft. It was it was like one of those things a few weeks back. I was like, we haven't done a Shaft in forever. I know, and, uh, I know, I know. We did sort of gate crash on Remastered and talk about our trip across the ocean. Yeah, I, I, I am so bad. I, now that I only have like a 10-minute commute to work, I'm so behind on podcasts. 
Oh, I, I haven't. I recommend that show. It, it was a good one, and it it was nice to listen back to it for me too. It was like going back to Vegas. Such a good yeah. one. <laughs> I'll move it to the top of the queue. Yeah, I think it's a fun one. Okay, I'm cutting you off now. All right. Good okay. night. Good night. <laughs> Take night. care. Take bye care. Good night, you guys. We'll talk to you later. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, that's the end of the show, people. It's now 10 to 3 in the morning. We're 10 to 3. We're stopping doing this two-hour. Craziness. I've been recording for two hours, 15 I've minutes. I've got cake and cheese scones to put away. I know, exactly. So, thank you for listening, everybody, if you're still with us. Um, well, I blowing enjoyed tonight. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us, and thank you to our callers, Alex and Rick. Once again, I we, remember we we run off simply. Oh, ten to three speak. in the morning. You can't even speak. You give us money, we make shows. That's the way this works. And, and ideally, when you give us money, you should get something back for it. So get we, something we from the store. We sell stuff. It's nice episodes stuff. of things catch up with the backstories it's like comic books only audio yeah with less characters well actually not we have characters yeah you're a character you're a character we're both characters yeah um so we appreciate you buying things that's awesome and it's how we do this without adverts bugging you every five minutes to get netflix and audible yeah. And other services that you decided four years ago you didn't want or got and have had for four years. So, you know, thank you. Check it. And, and you know our other shows because I, you, I you, got you guys are you. Me. Yeah. So you know where to go. Simplysyndicated.com. You'll find us on Remote Patrol. Where we have the 411 on television. <laughs> and you'll also find us on Do Ask, Do Tell. I'm part of that team now. I'm so happy. Thank you for inviting me to be part of that. We um, have the 411 on gayness. On, on, on gayness and bisexuality and queerness and transness and otherness. Zenus. I've linked it. I put, I put it under the umbrella group of gayness. Can I do that? It's a big umbrella, Richard. I know. There's many colours on it's it. It's a multifaceted show. Yeah. We'll talk about any aspect of it. So, generally... Not straight stuff. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Let's get out of here before you actually fall asleep. I'm not going to... I'm wide awake. I'm going to start programming. You look like you're phasing. I'm going to... I'm going to... Program. Okay. I'll be fine. Bye-bye, everyone. Good night, everyone. Take care.